0: Previously on Critically Stupid
1: We took this key And we set out to see Where it would fit Where it needed to be We explored I'll Be Back Everything felt so fake They stole our identity Even our mistakes Gareth liked Baba Yeah, he seemed legit But we saw Sylvie and Decided to split Danley the gnome Got us off to a good start So we went to find someone Named Lena Omar at the store, we saw millions of keys I wore an employee, and he kind of wore me Mel got the info, and she got a name Tess found some keys from the fae plane Then everything changed again then I lost another best friend I'll be an utter wreck now that our friend is gone. But we're no cowards, we will we'll move on. The stakes are high. We have things to do. We won't hide, no, we'll see it through. But Tess, we will miss you. Testicles, we will miss you.
2: I just noticed, like, Gary's wearing a Trash Panda shirt.
3: Just... It's actually just a regular... He's, he's like on that that bus.
4: is definitely a trash panda look. It's got a whole bicycle in like Aww, I love. jean it. jacket. So <laughs> is that because you feel uh, guilty? A,
3: a jean jacket or a j- jacket, if you will. It's it's a it says rip on the back. Just <laughs>
5: If you ever say the phrase jacket again, I'm going to throw you out of a moving car. Dude,
3: there is there's nothing that I find funnier than seeing something that shouldn't be denim, but is denim and then replacing the first letter of whatever that is, thing is with a with a J. I saw a denim bong and the phrase jong took me out. <laughs> I'm you. Sure oh, I what. got this one. Nice. Oh,
0: I got that Ooh. one. Yeah,
3: you did. Yeah, you did. <laughs>
5: what's going on everybody welcome to critically stupid where we love (laughs) drugs 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 drugs, drugs. let your kids watch this show all (laughs) right let's go to the theme song that's good enough bam nailed it What's going on, everybody. Welcome back to another fabulous episode of Soon to be World Famous Dungeons and Dragons Real Play Comedy Podcast. Critically Stupid. I am your host and Dungeon Master, Dungeon Master Alexander James. I'm also your Dungeon Madster. Uh, I like speeding around dungeons in my handmade wheelie carts. That's how I test them to make sure they're ready for the players. um My favorite part of last episode, I'm going to steal it because I get to go first. It was absolutely just leaving the show. She had a great moment when she found her keys. She wrote all of us like a little snippet of a letter, which I. Still had to make jokes through because this is a comedy show podcast, but uh, I was touched very, very deeply by that. I thought it was really that special. That
0: was the opposite of my favorite moment because it made me sad. It yeah, was
5: my
2: favorite was
3: moment fair... because Jess got to like. I go also and...
2: hated it. I couldn't believe that you just said that. that, was wow. that. My favorite
5: Spoilers?
3: moment, I loved it when Jess left. Hey, <laughs> hey, Diana, you go next.
0: Uh, hi, my name is Diana. I play Mel, and I also have my wolf pup, Joshua Patrick, Josh Pat, J. Peasy. He is immortal and invincible and real cute up here. Just just the cutest little guy. Uh, my favorite part of last episode was not just leaving because that made me sad. My favorite part was when Anthony wore the shirt that had, it, it was, I don't know the word I'm looking for, but
1: okay. he got so like walked
0: should... around. Yes, thank not you. That's that. the word I'm looking for. You, you got walked around by the shirt. That was fun for me. It was real fun anthony you're next
2: Okay, i'm anthony i play arnold the bard and my favorite part of last episode was also actually uh jess's performance ah! it was i'm not gonna like throw alex under the bus she did a great job like she, she did a was...
0: great job i just refused I, it, to let yeah, it be it my me, favorite because like, it made me very sick
2: yeah it made us all sad but she did such a good job selling oh that God, was incredible like, Damn it. how dare you um but otherwise <laughs> but, but otherwise yeah i'm, I'm like I, I think of the of the flailing shirt part or like the the speaking shirt part, my favorite part was when I was just wildly flailing my <laughs> heart continuously while talking to people in the background it was th- like that and that made my night
3: for sure yeah, most um, normal. Anyway. uh hey everybody. I'm the stingray who killed Steve Irwin and my favorite part of last episode was I'm gonna be so honest. I remember nothing of last episode except just leaving because it was sad um and the best yeah. part of the episode so <laughs> i guess i guess like every few air hours gareth just gets hit over the head with a frying pan and loses memory of what just happened
5: sure i like that give it a give it a good canonical spin
3: yeah so i guess my favorite part of the last episode is when gareth got hit on the head with a frying pan and lost all memory of what just happened I think that also What's happens my to Diana. Excuse? Yeah, I was, yeah, like, you I was and gonna Diana
0: say, fuck by the fuck same frying pan, by the same frying pan. <laughs> real I think Anthony's
3: so. just hitting us with frying pan. <laughs> it's oh, like I'm, continuously dosing somebody with a love potion, he doesn't have love potions. <laughs>
5: We have uh, a guest on the show, dear listener, if you aren't watching us on YouTube, first of all, you should be, but also our dear, uh, lovely, just the mess, AKA test tickles has parted ways with the show, hopefully temporarily, but she had some personal things to take care of. She's on the, on the path to a hot gnome summer and no podcast can stand in the way of that. So we have a fantastic addition to our show today. We've got the lovely Jenna from tales of the forgotten truth. Jenna, would you like to introduce yourself? Don't tell us about your character though, because spoilies.
0: No lot. Right.
5: Don't do that. <laughs> tell
0: them nothing.
4: Uh, I am tell Jenna. Us everything. <laughs> I will tell you nothing.
0: Boom. For about
4: five minutes, you know, and then after that, probably
0: all. That's all right. Make it, but... me make me wait for it, work for it a little bit. <laughs>
4: it's gotta be like a buildup, you know? Um, I'm Jenna. I am a regular on the Tales from the Forgotten Trope. Uh, we are on Twitch. Uh, we do not have a podcast because we're not cool like you guys. Um, also, we're just too lazy to edit our own audio. Um, and, uh, yeah, I also make dice, do other stuff, been nerding for a while.
5: That's Uh, where can the, where can the lovely listener find you, Jenna? What are your links?
4: Yeah. So you can find me on Instagram at chaotic click clacks, and you can probably reach me. Most of the time it's me. Sometimes it's Maria. Um well, yeah, whatever. Uh at Forgotten Trope on Twitter. Is it trope or troop? Trope. But you can say troop, it's fine.
5: All right. Well, I've beefed that several times in personal conversations. It's
4: the same thing. It's the same thing.
5: All right. (laughs) Let's uh let's do a little a little warm up. Um who do I who do I not often start with? Arnold in a courtroom in Waterdeep, okay. it is a drizzly Thursday afternoon the courtroom is packed Drizzling. with okay. spectators the the tall windows going floor to ceiling have heavy curtains that are uh, hung and braided with gold gilt and there's rain tapping and, and and dripping down all of the all of the windows and walls there is a trial okay that is happening <clears throat> the prosecutor I want to focus on the prosecutor. For a second is in the process of throwing this trial on purpose Ooh, okay i want to know who's in the uh the defendant's stand who is this prosecutor
2: prosecuting who's the victim who's the victim here <clears throat> okay do i have to say what like what happened to him or just like who, who he is
5: the,
0: the Wait, victim the victim or, or, like or the defendant? Oh, the, 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 the defend- defendant.
2: Or the Sorry, we're yeah, going to defend- listen.
5: Okay. It's hilarious that I chose a barrister as the sort of main character for this episode because I don't know dick about law, and you guys are going to learn that so fast. The defendant, please. Uh, I just watched a lot me- of true crime. Then, you, then feel free to correct me at every turn. Uh, Arnold, yeah, tell I'm me who. I'm a big who- Saul
3: Goodman guy. I better call Saul. Tell me who they are and
5: why they're there.
2: Okay, um, so. The who is it's a sentient puppet, and the why they're there is because their owner or creator, like their Geppetto, thinks that they still have the rights to them and still wants to uh, puppeteer them.
5: Okay, a sentient puppet fighting for its own life.
2: That's right. So is and freedom. The,
5: yeah. Freedom, obviously. So is the prosecutor working with Geppetto? Probably. Yes. Okay, all yeah. right, all right. So there's a sentient puppet sitting on the stand. He's got like a Sherlock Holmes hat cocked on his head. He he proudly told the jury this morning that he dressed himself uh, and he looks like a hodgepodge nightmare of everybody's worst clothes. He's got like a like a Mickey Mouse T-shirt. I'm sorry, a license free Mickey Mouse T-shirt on. Is he wearing a jacket? He's got a a denim jacket on. (laughs) Yes. and you know awesome what on one hand he's holding a jong which is a racy choice for a courtroom but he assured the judge that there was nothing in it um and he's in the it's process it's tobacco of... your honor <laughs> he's in the process of telling the jury well I was just I, I, I woke up one day and I stood and I said I'm a real boy and then my dad said that I had to go chop wood and I said get fucked old man um yeah as you do oh. Garyon the judge of this um, sort of trial courtroom scenario is not what they seem to be what is the judge or why are why are they not what they seem to be what's going on with the judge
3: gary um the judge is a vampire okay who is also extremely hungover from mm. just regular alcohol or what? Yeah, no, he likes to party. Okay. Well, you're you're around for seven hundred years and just what? Sober all the time. Okay.
0: I really wanted the judge to also be a puppet.
3: No, it's too late. He's a vampire now. Well, you, can he be you know a vampire what? puppet? I wish, um, a I wish that I was happier, and yet here we are. So.
0: <laughs> why are you gotta, why you're trying vampire to find my joke? Okay,
5: so. Uh, the judge lowers his spectacles to the edge of his nose, and you can see the deep undercut blue-green bags of like fleshy skin hanging loose from his eyes. And he's sort his of like blood red eyes. I'm sorry, his blood red eyes. Thank you. Yeah. And he sort of like presses the the, nudge, the bridge of his nose, and he says, "I have told you thrice now, young man. If you don't keep yourself to yourself, I'm going to burn you alive." He's a vampire, so he can do kind of whatever he wants. We're gonna focus. Just because he's a
3: judge and they can. Do he also that. might just be
5: a dick because he's a judge. Let's go law enforcement. Am I right? Um, we are gonna go um, zoom in on the prosecutor. The prosecutor is taking the floor he has close cropped black curly hair Um, he looks like he has not had a lot of sleep and has also slept in his clothes his barrister's outfit is rumpled and stained with several beverage stains his tie is askew and also not tied all the way up he's got a couple buttons missing on his on his shirt and he's in the process of like shuffling through several of his notes artistically fumbling making it look like he's Um, trying to hunt for information but a keen eye notices that he's just hitting the same pattern of paper shuffling over and over and over again wasting time on purpose bestie tell me about this prosecutor's assistant also a puppet okay also a puppet very good how do they notice that the prosecutor is throwing the case
0: how does the puppet notice
5: the prosecutor's assistant's
3: puppet, <laughs> right? Not the the puppeteer. Puppet.
0: Well, I mean, I, the I think the guy that puppeteering
3: he, can just see it. <laughs>
0: you know, I think he went into it kind of thinking that he would throw the case because he himself, being a puppet and, and working in independently of his own volition, it'd be odd for him to be on the other side of things. So, so he assumed that he was going to throw the case because they are very close friends. Um, so hold
3: on important important question about the puppets. Are they puppets like Pinocchio where you control them with strings or are they puppets like Kermit where somebody is like That is
0: you a question know.
5: for Anthony and, and Diana. These are their characters.
0: Well, mine is like you know where before Pinocchio's turned into a real boy, he's he's just he's a wooden puppet. He's not controlled by strings anymore. You know, I've got no well, strings to hold me doll. down.
3: All right?
4: Isn't that a marionette? I think it's a marionette. Yeah, it is a marionette. Yeah, okay. But a
0: marionette so is a type, you... no, a, like a type of puppet. No, yeah, a marionette's like a type of I'm
4: puppet. not a puppet expert, so I have no idea. I thought you are just gonna say I'm,
6: I'm not a puppet
4: not a puppet a <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a puppet. I'm not a puppet. I am a or robot.
2: something's yeah. Um, <laughs> the so the defendant, however, uh, is very Muppety, very much like there used to be oh, a okay. hand, like he used to need a hand okay. in his back. So the hole is still there. For sure, that's wow. That's okay, that's okay. horrifying to
5: think that's is. A thing is, that's That I
0: is mean. a thing you just said. No yep. All right, so <laughs> Diana, the the
5: right. prosecutor's assistant, is friends with the defendant. Is what you're telling me?
0: Well, he's really close with the prosecutor.
3: Oh, I'm sorry. I got the. I got the. That's how we knew out. that okay. the prosecutor well, was gonna. You, you, just, throw you it. just assumed they were friends because they were both puppets, huh? I you think know. It, that all puppets know each
0: other? They do, but that's a wild <laughs> assumption to make. Um okay. but but no, the the prosecutor and, and the puppet have known I feel like they've known each other since um probably since the prosecutor was a boy. That's mm. when the puppet came into his life, so it would be really um not a good look if the prosecutor didn't intentionally throw it. So the puppet does notice him like shuffling through the papers and just sort of I don't know. Procrastinating.
5: Okay. Um, the prosecutor flips through these papers, and then spins to the the puppet, who now I imagine has sort of like like the soft, fabricy edges of his face are slowly concaving in as he needs that like internal membrane of a hand inside him to keep his face up. So his face kind of looks like fresh mashed potatoes that are sort of like slowly having imprints pushed on them as he sits on the stand.
0: Every session I get more and more afraid of reading your book, and I will read it because I love you so much, but I am horrified.
5: The prosecutor looks at the little wooden boy and says, Isn't it true, young man, that you knowingly and of your own volition stole your father's ball-peen hammer and smashed every one of his favorite cuckoo clocks with them?" And the little wooden boy says, "I didn't do it on purpose. I meant to. I just wanted to scare him. I didn't. I didn't know that he'd that he stuffed all of those precious Faberge eggs into him. I didn't know it was his retirement fund. I didn't know." Jenna. So we've got a courtroom scene. We've got a hungover vampire, two living puppets, which seems to defy the odds, but I'm into it. And a prosecutor who's about to throw the case on purpose. I want you to tell me, why is this prosecutor about to knowingly throw this case?
4: Um, he is going to knowingly throw the case because he has been bribed by the puppet Guild. Um, and okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's like a whole like Puppeteering, racketeering, puppeteering, (laughs) you know, scam going on, you know, whatever.
0: It's not a scam. They're fighting for their rights.
4: I mean, yes, but they're not adverse to using, you know, underhanded tactics like bribery. I mean, you got
0: to do what you got to (laughs) do.
4: That's fair. All right.
5: right. Uh, Okay, so he has been bribed by the Puppeteers Guild to throw the case, which means that... As this living puppet on the defendant's stand is like sort of going about and, and explaining how he did smash his father's precious retirement fund of, of Faberge eggs that apparently this old man put inside cuckoo clocks and hung around his house.
0: Fantasy Faberge eggs.
5: Fantasy Faberge eggs. That's what the F in Faberge is for, obviously. It's an acronym. Fantasy Faberge. It's, it's Faberge, just like jacket.
3: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
5: Um, we notice that the prosecutor has um, a series of rings on his on his hands that are sort of like generally decorative, except that one on his pinky is a plain, uh, soulless black band that almost looks like a piece of onyx uh, strapped around his, uh, his finger. And as he listens to this living puppet explain how he did destroy his father's collection of precious Fabergé eggs, the prosecutor is spinning this ring almost like Nonstop, insistently, ceaselessly, rolling it around his finger as he paces up and down and nods. And then the living puppet sort of lowers his voice and staring at this prosecutor with huge eyes says, And that's that's when Lin Manuel Miranda told me that I had to and the prosecutor interrupts him immediately and says, No further questions, witness dismissed, I declare mistrial. <laughs> And uh,
2: are, you, are you using Lin-Manuel as a safe word? <laughs> what is
0: that? Because same. I thought it was like an us thing, but...
5: Yeah. The, uh, the judge actually motions uh, everybody up and sort of lowers his voice and still looking blood red irises over his glasses with his deep hangover face, looks knowingly at the prosecutor and says... Ah, we're throwing another one, aren't we, Gnome? In it for the retrial money, I see. Well, I can't fault you. If you can get it, smoke it. Mistrial adjourned. And then he clicks his, his hammer rock thingy that I know the name of. Cattle. Cattle, yes, exactly. And... So
0: close. I don't think they say mistrial adjourned. I think they just declare it a mistrial and then say court adjourned. Yeah, he declared it. You, you Okay.
5: Alright, so we are going to sort of curtains up on you ding-dongs. Standing outside an abandoned windmill on the east side of Waterdeep. It is a gray and drizzly Thursday. You are standing uh at the bottom of a hill. There's like a there's like a rickety gate and like leaning stone steps overeaten with weeds and various bits of greenery and and other plants that have grown in on the very narrow path leading up. The windmill itself is ragged and eaten through by years of neglect the paving stones on the path are cracked and chipped the windmill itself only one of the fans still has fabric the other three are all eaten through or pillaged for other neighborhood projects that people have decided to steal a little piece of this and a little piece of that the windmill itself is still standing but is in uh dreary neglect what do you do
2: looking looking around are there any animals like are there any birds around making sound is there anything like like around that i can see
5: uh, yeah, I think there's a copse of trees nearby, and there's like a murder of crows, sort of like squawking to each other.
2: Okay, fucking okay. okay, what?
5: A murder of
3: crows. There's no is way you don't know that a group of crows is called a murder. I'm sorry, uh, both. Pardon me for not having fucking esoteric bird knowledge. No, that's not esoteric, that esoteric. Whoa, it's Whoa.
0: Like You a don't. Know... Oh yeah. Thing. yeah. Did you know crows also remember faces? I did know that. You knew that, but you didn't know a group of crows was called a murder. They or, also bring
2: people back from the dead for revenge. It's this whole thing. And Everybody, then check
0: does. Out their eyes again, yeah. crows also actually kind of hold court themselves in a, mm-hmm. in a weird crow sort of yeah. way. Crows are really smart. Damn it, we should they... have made that court scene
5: fucking crows. That would have be been amazing.
0: Well, they also I didn't, hate you know owls. you were bringing up crows later. All
5: right, that's, that's on me.
0: What happens when you don't give us spoilers. Mm-hmm.
5: All right. Yes, Anthony, there is a copse of trees and a murder of crows squawking to each other. Um, a can fucking I? what of crows? I'm gonna <laughs> fucking
6: kill
2: you.
4: <laughs> it's a conspiracy <laughs> of ravens. Yeah.
2: I hit I just keep hitting Gareth in the head with <laughs> a band every time It He just just resets <laughs> him. resets <laughs> So um
3: Holy shit, it's a homicide of parrots. It's actually a business of ferrets and that is esoteric that I know that. That's awesome.
2: Um, okay, so can I kind of like I want to single in on one of these birds just just because like we're standing outside of the thing, nothing's happened yet. Arnold's in his own like own mind, just like in his own little world, um, and I want to look at like one bird that I can see making like a repetitive sound. I mean, I, you know, because you know, birds often do that. I imagine at sure, least yeah. one I can tell, right? Um, and I want to take out my my uh, bone flute that i have yeah and i'm I'm gonna look at the bird and i'm gonna blow the bone flute in hopes of muting the bird to see if it'll work on birds Ooh. all right
5: all right yeah you look at this bird and you like hold your your rock your pan flute and you wait and the bird looks at you and you wait and the bird looks at you and the bird goes and then you go and you snatch the bird's voice from its throat, and it looks at you with murder in its eyes, and that literal murder—not other crows in its eyes.
2: Several of crows in its
5: eyes. Three so crows at you out of its <laughs>
3: eyes. <laughs> like some sort of that's, eldritch horror.
2: That's actually horrifying. <laughs> that is. Um, okay, so so like as soon as I like can recognize that it did work, my next question will be answered by. I just want to like immediately cancel it and see what happens.
5: Okay, you. Uh, feel this like tiny chittering of wind and something else in the magic pipes of your pan flute and then you do you blow to like let it go back out or do you how do you release a voice in your in your pipes arnold
2: oh good question um i i always kind of figured i would like hold one note to take it and then hold you know another oh. note to, to release it kind i'm of into that what, okay I, yeah so
5: you press down on a certain note and you, and you blow a chord and the the crow like finishes its call. That's how fast I think you. Because I think you were just testing it. I don't think you wanted to hold it to fuck with this no, random course.
3: bird.
2: No, but what I
5: wanted to know f-
3: that bird in particular.
2: What I wanted to know, like, I don't speak uh, bird, but like, if I did, do you think that bird would be saying anything in its bird language, or like, that's it's my entirely
5: question. possible, Arnold? But you would need an alley oop with a character that did speak with animals to know that, because it's just going to sound like bird to you. <sighs>
3: Even if you it's hold it, you can't.
0: You, I you, can you, speak you, with animals.
3: You also can't just be like. So I know I can't talk to birds, but like, if I could talk to birds, what would they be saying? <laughs> yeah, that was a wild call, though. I love it.
2: Well, what? I, well, what I was hoping is it would actually just sound like English because it's a magic thing that makes people say mean things about me. Yeah, so I it's wasn't not sure. That, it's not it's that not, magical, okay. though. Okay, I was wondering.
5: All right, Gareth, roll up to that. Uh, you roll up to that windmill door. The door itself is chipped and clearly like missing big pieces near the near the door frame which is just a rough set of flagstones and you can hear the wind whistling as it blows through the inside of this windmill however the key that you brought with you from Lena omar's keymaster shop slides neatly into the lock which actually as you as you look at it gareth is brand new shiny silver barely a scratch on it and the handle is a very elegant sort of like fluted silver and you turn, and there's a smooth, like oilless clicking of gears, and the door swings open. You are looking at a 15 foot round windmill sort of base with a very plain set of stone stairs leading up, and then a central hole in the ceiling where you imagine a, a sort of like mill apparatus would have existed
3: when this when this windmill was operating, but is currently empty. So does can I look around for? signs of people having been there recently, because if the lock is brand new, it almost feels like somebody is having this place look abandoned on purpose. Ooh, okay. Give me an investigation check, please, Gary. I would love to. Fuck, my is not that smart, dude.
5: Bestie, uh, Josh Pat walks in the door and immediately starts snoofling around, very excited for all the new smells.
3: Uh, I got an 11 for investigation.
5: 11. You are pretty sure that people have been here recently. There is a very thin layer of dust on the the base of this mill apparatus where clearly this wooden pole like met like a pillar and there was some sort of like gears in there a long time ago. There's some dust on that, there's some boxes and bits of like linen pulled hastily over barrels. However, there are fresh scuff marks on the stone steps leading upwards. So there's a little column A and a little column B.
3: Okay. I think that I'll, like, you know, motion for the gang to follow me inside, but also motion for them to follow inside quietly. Okay. And I really, I really look Arnold in the eyes, and I'm like... <laughs> Shut the fuck up.
2: Okay, okay, so, so I get that, and I'm like, so I, I, want, I would do then an investigation myself. I pull out my trumpet. Because, like, <laughs>
3: obviously... <laughs> this is my trumpet of stealth
2: so no so I'd, I'd immediately be like okay he doesn't want me to speak what's going on is there a trap is are we gonna die what's going on so like i want to know if if like i would you know would my you know would arnold be able to recognize that anything dangerous is going on or you know because obviously i don't know
3: i think i think that gareth would try to get that message across to you deliberately okay. like i would try to convey that to you i would so love I'd to know how it looked um, like this yeah, you, you started with a you the classic <laughs> kindergarten hush-hush sound. But, like, uh, how so I do, you do then the I, I, I do the hush-hush sound, and then I do one of these. I'm, like... And then I, like, jerk my thumb in there.
5: Okay. For the audio-only listener, Garion didn't rely on visual bits for that at all. <laughs>
3: yeah, no. Exa- yeah, what you
5: heard is what I did. All right. Hey, you know what? Pretty stealthy.
2: Okay, I so like Arnold it. goes, Okay, walk upstairs. Got it. And just, like, slowly starts walking up the stairs, like, trying to copy his fingers. Like, I'm going up this way got it just like
5: uh arnold you make it four steps before you and uh diana as mel notice the same thing i think mel you you walking in here your instincts would be on high alert you would automatically be scanning for traps with different traps than the rogue would be looking for i feel like gareth would be looking for classic traps like wire over the steps or maybe like a handspring behind a door sort of like classic dungeon traps whereas mel as a ranger i feel like your particular spidey senses are geared more towards environmental living things which explains why you and arnold see the same thing at the same time which is a pair of wide green eyes staring at you between a crack in the floorboards and the ceiling above
2: you so i look back at uh gary or gareth and i'm just like and i go <laughs> like, like, <laughs> you just did it like a big binocular <laughs> like oh, big binoculars did, like.
0: did the eyes see us
5: the eyes are watching you
0: they are what, okay that's what i thought i mean i feel like it's so at this point i don't know why we're eyes. being like stealth like what the fuck do, if they've already seen us but they haven't heard us
3: <laughs> incredible
0: um i think that um how does can't sure he... feel about it?
5: He's just sniffing.
0: Still just sniffing. Yeah. Um given that he's not alarmed, you know, cuz he's got a pretty good sense of smell, obviously. Um Mel wouldn't be quite as on high, but she would still be like ready to throw down if needed to. Gotcha. She okay. just assumes everyone is a threat at this point.
2: Honestly, fair point.
0: Uh Arnold, are you still going up the stairs?
2: Um okay, so do I, when I'm seeing these eyes, can I see? Do I see them moving at all? Is there any kind of movement as I'm? No, staring? they're fr-
5: they're kind of frozen on the floor,
2: on the on the floorboard, I should say, on the crack of between. Right, the as if and they're like looking you. down. Um, so I I have to do the you know I'm in character, so I have to my like Arnold just like I think someone lives here, guys. Like, I, um, hey, I we don't we have a key. We're here. It's a, a fantasy Airbnb thing. We rented this. I'm lying. Oh God yeah you are
3: okay so did, did wait hold on did did arnold say that oh did he arnold said, go, no, yeah he lying. for sure no, oh god he, he for said sure it. said it he said it
5: um okay a figure leaps down the stairs towards you and falls a lot He tr- he trips at the top of the stairs and sort of like slams into the wall and then like sort of like Careens off the staircase because it doesn't have a a, a banister or a handrail anymore and falls like 10 feet and sort of like lands with like a sickly bone laden thud on this cobblestone floor of this windmill Oof! and then he pops up and he says hello hello what's this tasty morsels I didn't realize we were expecting company we, uh, you are looking at know. You are looking at a broad-shouldered man with a bald, very sweaty head, uh, torn cuff, uh, canvas shirt, almost like sailor garb, but that's been like seen some shit, and, like sun-bleached and torn and stained up. Uh, but his, he actually almost smiles, and there's a big gap between his two front teeth, and it's a fairly friendly smile. And he says, My name's Jump Rope.
2: How close am I to
5: him? Uh, you're on the stairs, so he's like six feet down and five okay. feet away. I mean, you guys can talk to each other, but if you were going to hit him, you'd have to move for it.
2: Okay, so this is what I want to do. I want to extend my hand awkwardly toward him and walk down the stairs while I talk to him. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's what Incredible. I'm he knows I'm coming the whole yeah, time. Yeah, sure, for clearly. sure, for sure. So, so I was like, "Yo, j- jump rope." It's so nice to meet you. I'm sorry about the. I I don't know what I said before. Sometimes I panic and I just say things. But I am Arnold. I am a bard. I am also a spy. I work with these these people. Uh, we're not here for spy missions. I just like to say that because it's a brag and I feel good about it. Um, he, uh, as soon as you extend your hand and start walking, he extends his hand and waits. <laughs> this is my best. This is the best. So so I get so I get to the bottom and I'm just like it is so nice and I so like I try, I go near his hand and just kind of do a thing where like we do this I
3: don't you just, know you just tap you just tap you just his tap. hand it, like like uh, Abed and Troy from Community yeah. <laughs> all right. right he uh
5: he says oh that's that's a bit of weirdness I quite I quite like it yeah all right what's going on Arnie
1: what so, you doing yeah. here mate
5: this
2: is hey, it's been a minute since we had visitors. Uh-huh. So I'm, I'm just—I was gonna say I'm here with my friends. Uh, they can explain. Would you mind if I take a look around? Like, can we just take a look around? Oh yeah, for sure. I
5: would totally mind that. That's uh,
2: wild.
5: What a weird, what a wild thing to ask. I'm American <laughs> yeah. now.
3: What's up? <laughs> What's up? Yeah, come to another man's home. Yes. I have to look around for some reason.
5: You notice, You notice I didn't come into your home and asked to fondle your undergarments, or whatever weird shit you were here to do in my home.
0: Get, we get, didn't know go. it was anybody's home. You know, we just saw this, like, real cool structure, and Arnold really just enjoys shit like this. That's yeah, obviously, looks, Look also, how enthusiastic looks... he is. He, yeah, he, he just thought it'd be cool to check out, and we didn't have anything else to do, and, you know, I'm, I'm so sorry we intruded, but it's cool, like, you live in a windmill. That's, uh, that's above
3: cool. Above table question, how do we get the key again?
5: You got, you got the key because you found it on the floor in a mausoleum in the City of the Dead after a grave right. robbing gone wrong.
0: I don't oh, remember the name of who it belongs to, Lafayette! Up table, thank you.
5: Um, Gareth, you hear, a, like, a clicking sound come from the ceiling above you as um, Jump Rope looks at Arnold and says, Yeah, no, for sure. I, I can imagine you were walking through the neighborhood and thought, wow, that's a wicked windmill. Maybe I'll help myself to a tour and unlock the door.
3: Well, actually, I was the one who unlocked the door. Uh, I'm, I, I break the law by trade.
6: Ho,
5: oh, ho, ho!
3: A fellow, a fellow enthusiast of the night,
5: is it? That came out poorly. Um, I'm a. Uh, you also steal things and <clears throat> other I'm, nighttime activities.
3: I sure do steal things, but I can assure you, friend, that in this case. I intended not to steal anything from this windmill. I tell you what,
5: you seem like a right proper figure. I enjoy the I enjoy the rapscallion company of fellow rogues. You can come up. Come there's nothing to see here. And he uh puts one foot on the stone pedestal in the middle of this floor that used to house the mill up op- apparatus, and with a jump that almost defies even gareth's acrobatics leaps to the top of the steps ahead of, of of where arnold was before uh before jump rope came down and beckons says this come on uh
3: real quick about the ticking sound do i like recognize it as anything like a bomb or something give me a perception check gareth let's
5: see actually uh, diana you make one too you've heard a lot of weird sounds
3: That is a nineteen plus three is twenty-two. Twenty-two is quite good. Let's see if Bessie beats it.
0: Sixteen.
5: Uh, Gareth and Diana, Gareth and Mel, you actually recognize this sound because it's fairly common. It's almost so common that it would be, be it would be easy to lose in the in the mass codex of sounds that you keep in your head. It's a flint and steel scraping together. You've heard it, I mean, Diana has to have heard it a thousand times as a ranger making campfires in the wilderness. And, I mean, Gareth, every time you light a lantern for one of your rapscallion roguish acts.
3: And you said it was coming from above us, from the ceiling? Correct. Okay, and when we get upstairs, do I see anybody on the second level making a fire using flint and steel? So,
5: on the second level, there is clearly a squatter's apartment. There's, like, two pallets of wood that have like a cloth strung between them for like a makeshift bed uh, two makeshift beds set next to each other. There's a window that's just open to the elements with like bird shit staining the lintel. There's a coffee table that's just a barrel sawn in half and splintered at the edges. And sitting on one of the pallet cloth beds is another figure wearing cast off clothes lighting a jong.
3: Hell yeah. Fuck yes. Uh, uh quick... I want to do something really quick before, like, dialogue starts. Yes, go ahead. Uh, I I want to say to... What's this fellow's name again? Jump Rope? Jump Rope, rope, of course. How could I forget that? I I don't know. Um,
0: Arnold hit you on the head with a pan. Yeah,
3: (laughs) that'll do it. Excuse me, Jump Rope. I'm so sorry. I was uh, so uh, missing my courtesy. I left the front gate unlocked when I picked it. I'm going to go relock it, so we are no longer disturbed. All right, all
5: right, all right. I appreciate that quite, quite, quite a bit. Quite a bit much, senor. It's good. It's good to have house guests with etiquette.
3: Uh, when I I go out, relock the gate, whatever. But I I also like toss my teleporting knife like outside, just in case. Like you trying just throw, to throw it on the grass. I mean, what? Well, someone's gonna take it. I'll just I'll find out very quickly. <laughs> okay, fair <laughs> enough.
5: Um, okay, so uh. Mel and Arnold, you are on this second floor, sort of like squatter's apartment. Uh, Jump Rope is there. He sits on, again, there's like a pillar in the middle of the floor that used to house this sort of like central windmill pipe, but is currently empty. And then there's another fella uh, lighting up a a jong on the the jong, which I must say is a fantasy apparatus for smoking tobacco and not anything unsavory. So, Gareth, there is a set of stairs leading up, but it's been blocked off by several um, boxes and barrels and, like, other,
3: uh, obstacles. So was the sound of the flint in the I assume, was this person lighting the jong? Correct, yes. Oh, badass. Uh, um, Garrett... as, as you can see here, there's really nothing to see. It's this sort of, we,
5: my, my, my friend, uh, TP and I live here, and there's a sort of camaraderie of rapscallions, so it was just, um, um, nothing to see at all in the slightest. How, how did
0: you guys end up here?
5: And can we, I have some of whatever's in that jong? We, um, we we moved in. We, we saw an abandoned uh, house in the field and thought, gosh darn it, that's a great summer home. And, um, and, and we sort of moved our worldly goods in. And yes, of course, you can you can hit this sweet, sweet jong. Uh, TP, give it here. And TP, like, goes like, <laughs> Yeah. There you go.
3: Yeah, you smoke weed. This guy smokes weed. <laughs>
5: um, and he and he hands it to you, Gareth. He doesn't even... Jump rope doesn't even take a middleman's hit. He just hands it straight over.
3: Hell yeah, dude. Badass. I'll,
5: That's I'm, a good I'll,
0: host right there. I'll,
3: I'll, hit, I'll hit the jong.
5: Okay. Uh, roll a d20 for me, Gareth, and tell me what happens. Or uh, roll, uh, tell me what number you roll.
3: I was going to say roll a d20. Doesn't I going to really tell matter. you what
0: happens. Well, bestie. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh shit, I fucked it up. I rolled an eight. Okay. Uh, so I'm just like a little toasty. Nope, I've got a table. A table, what the oh, fuck? Oh, nice, God, okay.
5: Four and eight, Gareth. Uh, You're going to spend the rest of this encounter, or until I decide it's no longer funny, speaking with a southern accent.
3: Oh, hell yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what was in that, Jong?
3: Ah oh, hell no i never see- should have smoked this shit now my ass in north carolina
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh jump rope
5: hands it to uh extends it to you arnold he actually plucks it gingerly from garrett's hands and says would you like would you like a little bit it's it's some fantastic stuff
2: who we <laughs> i yeah, so so i i see garrett uh garrett through and i'm like I don't know what I don't I I've never done anything. like What do I um? Uh, and I look at Mel and I'm like, Am I gonna die? All the all the
0: cool kids probably not.
2: So I just like immediately like I try to do it. Like why would okay? I I, am, I like to imagine that Arnold has no idea
0: how to no. smoke a fantasy no,
2: job not at all. Not, so jump, <laughs> he just blows it. <laughs> <laughs> I blow bubbles.
5: <laughs> So jump rope actually lovely lovingly like comes over and helps you. And he like strikes the, the thing for you. He's like, all right, yeah, hold hold that, yeah. Now take a huge huge breath,
2: big one. <laughs> yeah,
0: not no, not a super keep huge. Going. No 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 no, 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 no yeah, yeah. not really, that big. Really no, no, no 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 really oh, no, really no. no.
2: Really your whole lungs. So, so, it's
0: so I, his first time jump
3: rope. So do I roll a d twenty? First time. This is first... okay. Oh, no. You mean to tell me? Now, I don't mean to be condescending, friend, but you couldn't tell that from the way he was lighting that, <laughs> or dare I say not lighting that there, Jong? I thought it was a bit. <laughs> uh, Arnold, roll a d20. All right. I got a 13. <laughs>
2: 13.
5: Oh. Ooh, nice. Okay. For the rest Uh-oh. of this encounter, you have lost the use of your hands.
3: Okay. that immediately drops the tongue
5: on the ground <laughs> <laughs> jump rope you know what jump rope catches it he's used I to know. it
3: <laughs> and he looks yeah, at you like are you
2: are you all right that's it's it's strong stuff in it so so can i just like i feel my hands just like puppet awkwardly so i cast mage hand on one of my hands so it's just like a, a phantom hand.
5: <laughs> yeah but i like it better than that
3: it's you see mage hand but mage hand is picking your hand up and, <laughs> and animating it for you it.
2: <laughs> nice I love that. <laughs> you could
3: use Mage Hand to, like, pick up a pen and write something, but instead you use Mage <laughs> Hand to control your fingers.
5: Uh, but <laughs> Jump Rope jump rope says, so, um, to what do we owe the pleasure? Clearly there's, there's nothing really to see here. It's sort of just a standard squatting scenario. Nothing
3: suspicious about it, of course. So, above table, what do they have the pleasure? <laughs> like, why are we here? You guys are here to figure out,
5: uh, what this key goes to? This Fair key enough, was. I think
3: we figured it out.
5: The key. Uh, you. You. No. You might remember that Lena Umar oh. told you uh, that the key belonged to Nome Kibbins.
3: Okay. Um. You, you So we actually stumbled upon. Oh fuck! Not the key because I said I broke in. Uh, we were down. Uh, at. A bar, we're looking
0: tavern. for somebody.
3: It's Trollskull Manor. If you've Where's ever your heard southern it.
0: accent, Gary? <laughs> Shit! Thank you
3: for reminding me, Diana. Well, now, friend, uh, we were out there drinking that. What's what's the southern slang term for alcohol? Delco. Booze. Booze.
5: <laughs> anyway, it's pretty
3: good. Uh, we we're, we're down at the tra- tavern, Troll Skull Manor. Pretty good, if you've never heard of it. And the bartender there, a wonderfully charismatic man, said something about a man named uh gnome. What was it? Uh, gnome Higgins.
0: Higgins.
3: You uh, does his name sound
5: familiar to you, Diana? You see, jump rope's eyebrows shoot sky high, and even TP, slumped against his palate, sort of like sits up a little bit straighter.
3: And jump rope says, "I sit up a little bit gayer." Jump Rope
5: says. You uh wh- what was that name you said?
3: You said hel- a- home
5: There's no home here.
0: Gnome.
3: Well, oh, this looks like a home to me, friend. Well, a house no. is a home if you know how to make it homey. Uh right. as long as the crafting station is next to the furnace, that there's a home. That's a classic uh, Skyrim reference. I love his name that.
0: was say that his was name Minecraft again, Bestie above table. No I don't think Kibbins. It. it is Gnome Kibbins. Yeah. Okay. I don't know where home came from.
3: Yeah, he yeah. Said. I think it's him dodging the question. No, no, we're looking for a gnome, Kibbins. Gnome. You hmm. do you you
5: know gnome? You friends of gnomes.
3: What what well, about I mean, what
5: about Keon Bro? <laughs> you friends
3: with Keon, bro? Now, I can't say that we have met have met Keon, bro, but I'll say we met Gnome once or twice. I'll tell you, as fellow uh, creatures of the night, as you said earlier yourself, we've brushed tails once or twice. Oh,
5: so you could describe Gnome. Go for it.
3: That might be prying ears about. <laughs> Don't want to give away any unnecessary information. No, no. You said you've met him. Give me one. Uh, I give believe, me a actually... characteristic. I believe my words were brushed tails once or twice. And all right,
5: Uh, describe his tail.
3: It was, uh, it was prehensile, like a cat's, rather than a dog's that just wags. He could, you know, he can curve his tail all about and move it and such. Damn it, TP! I think these people know who know me. (laughs) (laughs)
6: Now
5: you're, you're sure that you have met gnome you, you're you friends with gnome and now he's looking at you mel because clearly he thinks you're the you're in charge here <laughs> so while she's they're the doing only that... one
0: not high which is ironic because diana is yep. high wait,
2: wait,
6: I'm...
2: so while they're while they're all talking and no one's paying attention to arnold can he be casting mage hand to take another hit of oh, that's he, doesn't <laughs> he casts mage hand and
3: he's just in the background just like absolutely i I think i think (laughs) gareth notices and like gives him a little nudge like yo. okay (laughs) arnold you lose you lose function of both of your arms up to the shoulder
5: okay
3: do i do i get a second accent on top of myself or do i just roll again
5: just um gareth no gareth i want you to i want you to roll again because i think this is you've got a little bit of experience with what's what's ever in this jong so I'm going to give you a okay. second effect off the table. Uh, five. Five. Oh, easy. You're only going to take 10 points of poison damage.
3: That happens. You know, sometimes <laughs> you hit the Jong and the Jong hits back, you know, like. I mean,
0: what been can you do I've it?
3: been hit by the Jong before.
0: I, I too have been hit by the Jong before. Um, Mel would, um, she'd say, you know what, honestly, uh, I've never, I've never met him. I'm, I'm just with, I'm with him. Um, he knows him. Uh, obviously, but he's under the influence, clearly. So,
3: so many influences. So all many
0: influences. Time. Um, so, so I'm, I'm not familiar with, with, with him. No, but we, we now, are looking for him.
3: In, in an effort to be upfront about our black market expertise and our. Life in the underground. We're not necessarily peddling murder or nothing hardcore like that. We're more in the uh. And then he like looks around, in the drug trade.
5: Hello, hello, hello. Have we a spot of bother in the windmill today? What are you? What do you got on, your friend? You got
3: chicken feet. You got horse Uh, lungs. You got a little cloud vapor. I think with, like, uh, uh, creative liberty given to me by the DM, I think Gareth does, like, pull out just, like, a dime bag of something. <laughs> yeah, now, this, here, th- this here is uh, the little to-go personal stash. I have some little special that was personally ordered by Gnome, which is why we are here. I've got, can I get advantage because he's about to take a line of whatever's in this baggie? <laughs> he's, absolutely, he's absolutely not about to do that, but I do love
5: pulling it into the narrative. So I think TP pipes up from the back and he says, Oh gosh, jump rope. I think these guys are really in tight with Noam if they, if they know. They know what the doctor's prescribed him. You know, I've seen, I've seen Kiambo coming in with, with little baggies that look just like that. I think this is, maybe might be like a doctor visit. And, uh, and um Jump Rope leaps to the side and grabs a broom. Uh, from like a, a pile of trash and this thing's like rotted and all of the wicker has fallen out fallen out. But he slams it above him and actually you see there's a thin square of very cleverly concealed wood in this in the flagstone ceiling that you hear like a thumping like a like a broom would make on a wooden uh, floor. And it uh, reverberates <laughs> through the ceiling above. And it's all it sounds like I mean you can't mistake the sound. It sounds like an an alarm. And jump rope says Oh well if you're here to see I mean if you if you've got the goods for for Nome, then you better go right up. I've heard from Keanu that he's not feeling tip top, which is a shame because I've had some now what 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 strain have you got there, friend? Because it I've I've
3: tried some, but
5: not the goods.
3: Well now we really have a variety because now we are not necessarily uh doctors in the went to medical school sense so we can't necessarily diagnose what he has However, we do
0: honor doctor patient confidentiality so we will not be sharing with you what the strain is can we go up there and see him now
5: oh that's a tricky bit of business all right so above from above the stairs you hear um a click of a latch and a square of light shines down the, the, the stairs quite bright. Not like Bruce almighty God's street light to the ceiling kind of vibe, but like enough light that clearly there's a lot of natural light above you and down walks. Bah, 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 Jenna, if you'd like to tell the players who they see walking down the stairs.
4: Um, well, you might recognize him as a pretty famous, you know, folk hero. Um, you know he's also played in some plays before one in particular where he goes crazy and kills everyone because they killed his dog so um Keanu
5: reeves that's <laughs> uh, keon bro man your not shit based
4: off of any licensed characters or existing anybody no not at all
5: mm-hmm. What what is it they put all uh resemblances to characters real or fake is strictly it's a completely of coincidence, coincidence
4: and happenstay really yes. coincidental yes. absolutely 100 so you see a guy he's about six foot tall yeah, uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> Coincidence. you know <laughs> he's got like shoulder-length black hair brown eyes uh you know in good shape wearing chain mail he's got a He's got a shield. Um, he's got a long sword. And he's like, soap jump rope. What's going on?
5: Hello, uh, Kion, bro. These fine figures here uh, came in for a wee, a wee prescription drop off for uh for your amigo gnome up there. And I feel like it's quite time. It's been a minute since he's had his medicine in it.
4: Yeah, yeah. I don't think he's taken it in a long time.
5: Well, I'm glad I live down here, not up there. That's scary stuff.
4: Yeah, yeah. It's well, fine, though. We, you know, we're making it work, you know. Just chilling.
3: Well, we are trying our absolute best to help out in any way we can, specifically by providing various narcotics.
2: Alex. Would Arnold recognize Keon Bro from the various plays that he's been in?
5: Keon Bro, Jenna, I should ask. Um, how prolific is Keon Bro in the sort of acting scene at Waterdeep? Not like
4: a one one hit wonder. Not yeah. like you know any. Arnold, Real I, think, out there that I have think lots and lots
6: of
5: Vaguely recognize the name as like maybe you maybe you heard somebody talk about it once a yep. long, long time ago, but it's definitely not pulling up any immediate recall.
2: Right. Okay. Okay. So Arnold would um Arnold would walk up the stairs, like, "Oh, uh, Kiyom, I, I, I think I remember your. I, I've heard your name." And he kind of tries to like swing his arm like this, like just like wildly, <laughs> like I'm trying to shake this guy's hand, like just like awkwardly. Just, I think, weren't you in that one play? It was, and I just continue like the whole time. He's just continuing to just try like to slap, trying like, to like
3: throw over and shoulder. over.
2: And, <laughs> just, and his arm is it's getting a little bit of momentum. I think you know. As yeah, a yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I like to imagine that at one point, Magehan will just like get frustrated and catch the wrist. To like <laughs> shake his hand for him. Um, but yeah, so Keon Bro, basically... I think
5: a, a nervous and sweaty bard rolls up the stairs in front of you and his eyes are, his pupils are fucking shot. And he says that he has recognized you from a play a long time ago. And then a mage hand picks up his limp hand and holds it in the air in front of you. Oh,
4: yeah, yeah. And he just goes and he fist bombs them, just gives them a, a nice fist
3: bomb. Like, I totally thought you were bro? I That's thought you were about cool were i about to say, like, he gently kisses the hand.
6: Hem-
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, like, oh, it's 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 nice to meet. Uh, or I don't gesticulate. I just you know. Probably, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's 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 nice to meet a, a fellow uh, artist, or, uh, you know, craftsman like yourself. You know, like I also perform uh, mostly music. Uh, you do like I've never, I can act probably. I've never tried.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well,
4: you, sh- you should try. It's fun. Uh, you alright, dude?
2: Okay, dude. so so there's this thing. Uh, Mage Hand, and I, so I, I try to summon Mage Hand to go grab the, the bonnet do you, guy. Do you need help
5: with that, dude? Yeah, Jump Rope is holding on tight to the bonnet, <laughs> so Mage Hand drags him like two feet while
3: he tries uh, to. Him. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, what is Jump Rope holding on to? Oh, uh, sorry, Jump oh, rope holding on tight I, to
5: the jong, and Mage tries to grab it and drag him, but uh, Jump Rope <laughs> is fighting it. While this is happening, Diana you hear dripping from the sky from the trapdoor that kiambro just walked down somebody uh muttering please over and over and over again please 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 please
1: please please please
5: very quietly
3: normal
0: yeah totally normal um hey so um not to interrupt this artist conversation but um we we've we've got stuff for for gnome so Sure. I can take Go. this stuff.
3: So. Um, well, you know like we, we my, my, my the co worker here mentioned the patient uh, the patient doctor confidentiality. Yeah. We cannot simply hand off the medication to a third party, I'm sure you understand. Uh,
4: yeah. No, that sounds legit, dude, and not at all made up.
3: <laughs> uh, we know
4: <laughs> I mean, <it's> we, <laughs> we know what we're talking We
3: know exactly what we are talking about at all times.
4: You're a doctor?
3: I didn't say that.
4: <laughs> oh,
0: okay. <laughs> Actually, he specifically said he wasn't. We just also honor doctor patient confidentiality. Um, we what if there's not a doctor treat,
4: here that's not doctor patient confidentiality? It's our well, policy. Yeah. Drug it's our policy. patient confidentiality. Does oh, not have yeah. It. It. Like snitches get stitches type things.
0: Right, yeah. right. I was trying oh, not to, have right. to just spell that straight out, but here we are. We got the stuff. So, yeah. We gotta make sure he gets it, and it's it's gotta be a direct handoff. Uh, Kianbro, mm.
5: from behind you, you hear your name in that same like sort of like muted, rushed whisper, saying, "Kian, Kianbro, 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 they're back, oh. they're back,
6: Kianbro, Kianbro, Kianbro." I'll, I'll be up in a, mi-
4: I'll be up up in a minute. My man, just just chill for a second.
3: You the bugs in my skin, they're back.
4: <laughs> uh yeah no uh i don't know if you really want to go up there it's it's a little bit uh things are a little tense right now you know
3: well you know what i don't really i didn't really want to go to work today but you got to get that bag so here i am yeah, i'm just doing I my mean, job
4: if he bugs you it's i'm not liable for that then if you come upstairs like
3: no of course i understand you signed yeah. all the papers
4: uh sh- sure whatever dude uh bro whatever uh all right well whatever he just like gets out of your way and, like.
5: all right who's going up I first thought, i imagine I thought, it's arnold yeah. because he's on the stairs yeah,
2: i'm already on the way up right. So, I... yeah
5: i think
4: the on your way up gives you a nice pat on the back and he's gonna do lay on hands for five and cure poisons <laughs> So you can right. use your hands again. <laughs> as you wa-
5: as you walk past Arnold, you uh Keonbro Steves uh slaps you on the back and you feel just like you take a breath and like you feel like you breathed in like a a fresh burst of air
3: and then all of a sudden your arms move again normally. <laughs> That's a crazy bummer. Imagine like <laughs> You're just like at a party, and then your friend slaps you in the back <laughs> and sobers you up immediately.
4: He can be a literal buzzkill.
3: Like all, all of a sudden, you're, you're just like, "Where am I? I I, I
4: want to go like home." Like when people
0: get narcanned, like, yeah. you got to move right.
4: back after you do that to people, though, because they wake up. So they long real long.
0: angry that you just ruined their high, even though they were low-key dead. Yeah. Arnold,
5: you so, walk up these stairs, and as soon as you're sort of the top of your head breaks the threshold of this trap door that you walk up it is like you stepped into a different world the top two floors of this windmill have been converted into the most elegant high fashion penthouse you have ever seen in your life the floor is white cavatera marble the windows are floor to ceiling and fluttering with like lace drapes that are like Framing of sunset over Mount Waterdeep, and you can see griffins pinwheeling in the sky in a 360 degree panorama. There's the sunset vel- is
3: really weird because it's noon. Yeah, you're
5: <laughs> <high as the laughs> paper, right, right now. There's velvet couches and tasteful ottomans, and the steps leading up are a tightly curved spiral wrought out of like silver and have like. Uh, vines and plants wreathing up them as they as they go this whispering there's another level
3: above this there's
5: one more level that's clearly a narrowing as the top of the windmill sort of like funnels to its tip but this whispering that you hear arnold is coming from the top floor okay as you walk up into this floor proper you also notice these signs of new dereliction there are newspapers fluttering all over this place that have scribbled handwriting across all of their margins so that each page looks like it's fully, fully written over. There are bits of like food containers and trash and clothes strewn everywhere. And then you hear that whispering coming from upstairs, please, 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 leave me alone. Leave me alone. I didn't
3: do this. I didn't want this. I think Gareth will also come up
5: Yeah, I assume, unless you tell me otherwise, that everybody's going upstairs. Uh, Bestie, Josh Pat uh, starts snuffling around Jump Rope as he's holding the jong, and Jump Rope goes, Hello, Young Master, you want a little bit?
0: Do Do not give my dog drugs.
3: Let Uh, Josh Pat rip the jong. No, weed is
0: real bad for dogs.
3: I resent the
0: the
5: implication I would never have your dog some You literally just asked
0: would you like a hit you just you just asked my dog
5: These are not drugs madam. These are fine psychoactive brain-altering chemicals Drugs are a nasty street business
4: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, jump rope my man can you yeah, just let's... like make sure that nobody else comes up, you know, in case the authorities you know the, the testy or whatever, you know?
5: I'm gonna like, be look out for you. Me, buddy. I did a I did a pretty bad job of that before this, so yeah, I'll do a better yeah. job moving forward.
4: That would be great.
5: I'm gonna relock the door.
4: That would be great. Here okay. just fist bump, him.
5: <laughs> yeah, jump up,
3: like jumps up and like fist bumps Kiambro <laughs> on the stairs. <space. laughs> <laughs> All
0: right. Um, Are we all on the? Is kiombro with us still mm. on that landing?
4: You guys sure you want or, to? Or
0: not the landing, but like on the on the floor with the newspapers and the. We're yeah. all up there, is what I'm getting oh. at. Okay. I think so. Um, because I think that, you know, Mel hearing him mutter and and kind of hearing all the, sort of um people alluding to something, um she would pull um. Kianbro kind of aside a little bit and be like, "Listen, um, we were told that this was going to be a very like just straightforward deliveries that that somebody needed their you know medicine. Um, this is not what we what is going on here. Well, you
4: see, uh, I didn't catch your name.
0: I didn't give my name.
4: All right, but Uh... my dog
0: is Josh Pat. You heard that." all mm-hmm. right, Je- Josh Pat's mom.
4: Uh, uh, I tried to make that easy for you all, and now like you, you, you could just give me the stuff and then leave. That's totally viable. But uh, we could do that. Probably already knows so you're here, so sure. it's going to be you know.
0: What well, I mean, you know, it's it's our it's our usual practice that we don't hand off to to somebody in the middle because yeah, you know, we've done that before, and then they never. The, that's the how medicine get never out. gets yeah. to where it needs to be. So so that's that's just our usual practice. But but again, you know, we, we were under the impression this is gonna be very straightforward, mm-hmm. but obviously there's something else going on here. So um can you I don't know, just tell us what's going on and then maybe I can discuss with them whether we do want to just hand it off to, to the middle person. I just just what's going on?
4: No, I'm not quite home right now, if if you know what I mean, you know. Is so that just withdrawal though or mm, I don't think so he's been kind of yeah, weird
3: typically since th- we were typically not being home is a symptom of the opposite of withdrawal
1: uh,
3: that made more sense. ignore fun.
0: him he, he, <laughs> he's been gone like twice um, you were saying he's not been the same since when well you know like we went
4: ghost hunting uh, just for funsies you know like you do uh, and you know, after that, like he's not been quite himself, you know. It's just
5: Arnold and not. Gareth hit me with an insight check, please. Um, uh, Diana oh,
3: hit yeah. me with a perception check. In my experience, most ghosts are actually very friendly. That's true. Gareth got a 12
0: <laughs> on insight,
5: 12 on insight.
3: Arnold,
2: we have a 13.
5: 13, some
2: more. Bastard, better.
0: exactly the same. 16.
5: Sixteen. All right. Arnold. Keonbro is he's playing it straight up. He's telling you the truth. But as he says ghost hunting, his right eyelid twitches just a little bit. Okay. Bestie, so, on one table next to the stairs, you notice an open briefcase and uh what look like patent papers and law documents sort of fluttering in the breeze, moving through these open windows. Arnold, go ahead.
3: Okay, so <clears throat>
2: When Arnold hears ghost hunting, he's immediately like, okay, so uh, what kind of ghost hunting do you do? I I don't know much about the drugs. I'm just here for um, the, the, for reasons, but mostly I'm very interested in ghosts. We have a ghost at our house that live with a ghost, one of my best friends. Um, oh. Yeah, I've met many ghosts, actually, so I'm, just, I'm curious about that. How did that go? Are you okay? Is everything all right with the ghosts?
4: I mean, uh, you know, they're ghosts. Uh some of them are cool, some not so cool. But
3: you some know, of like them are cool.
4: uh, no, ghouls are different, actually, but you know, whatever. Sure. Yep. Uh, you know.
3: <laughs> you like that one, Alex? I'm gonna Alex fucking kill it. you. I hate him so much, I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't want to interrupt Jenna's doing an amazing job doing the roleplay, but fuck
2: you, Gary, you know what I mean? <laughs> so Okay, so so Arnold's like, okay, um, well, did 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 you recently meet some of the not so cool ghosts? Is yeah. you know, is...
4: yeah, those are the ones I usually like hunt after. Like so, some sometimes just undead in general, which you know, okay, it's just so, kind of what I do.
2: Is your friend over here? Uh, do you think is is he perhaps possessed by something evil? Could be,
3: Hmm. Interesting. Does anyone know? Super he... chill, though. You know, <laughs> yeah. He's just like, yeah. Does let's just not ever get ruffled. <laughs> <laughs> he's possessed, but in like a chill way. <laughs> yeah,
4: <laughs> actually, not very chill. But you know, like it's, you know, everybody has their days, right? You know.
3: Okay. Well, why don't we go? Why don't we go talk to? Oh, sorry. Hold on. Well, why don't we go talk to? Uh... There it is. There it is. Uh, gnome. gnome, and uh, see if the prescribed medicine can kick whatever demon is hooting and hollering around in his brain.
4: Sorry, I'm gonna need you to redo that in a southern accent. Uh, that, that was pretty
3: that is was as, about close a- as you will get it. Get
6: it
4: will talk hooting and
6: hollering.
2: Hooting and hollering.
6: All <laughs> right, quite
5: good. All right, um, Gareth, you headed it up. Yes, sir. Uh, really quick, Mel, would you like to do anything with the the briefcase that I showed you? Or are you just gonna? Is,
0: I, I can was just I, like, I know I see. Can I see any details of it?
5: You notice that one of the front papers has a diagram of a puppet on it.
0: Um, I think that. So typically, Mel isn't one to like pry into people's. Sure business in general, but now she's a little bit worried about everything that everyone's saying and she kinda wants to know what they're getting into. So um she um I think she would ask in, in this instance, not so much to prior be nosy, but just trying to get a better idea of what's going on. Um yeah, but before the like the ghost hunting, what it I'm just gonna say it, what what is with the puppet drawing? Um,
4: you know, I think that that's probably related to his work,
0: you know. Oh, I don't. What kind of work does he do? He's
4: a lawyer. Uh, oh, barrister? Please, why this he is needs fantasy. Barrister? Lawyer? Yeah, come on. You
0: know. Oh, I mean, do you think, whatever. R- were there any big cases that might be contributing to his symptoms? Uh, you know, I don't really know
4: that because, like, I guess there's like attorney-client privilege or something, barrister-client privilege. Thank no, there's kind it. of like that. There, that there duh.
0: <laughs> no, no, there is. But uh, I mean, trials are usually public knowledge. Was there a trial that that he was? I'm, I'm just. I want to make sure we're giving him the right medicine, and and I'm not medicine and i'm not sure that that we are because we didn't get the whole story and and i'm we're here to help and and i'm not sure that we're gonna be able to help them unless we really know what's going on
5: can i interrupt really quick and ask an above table question that has no relevance on the game at all diana did you sign a hippocratic oath
0: No, doctors do the HIPAA. So we we don't sign one. When when we graduate nursing school, we read our own like thing, but we all have to do a whole shit ton of HIPAA training every goddamn year. Because there's, there's a very,
5: there's a very strong desire to like do good that I'm getting from Mel right now that I love. I oh, think I great, think, like,
0: yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't even know if that's all Mel or if that's just, there was mentioned of doctors and medicine and like, I just turned on. I just turned on doing an <laughs> assessment <laughs> now. I'm like trying to get all the background <laughs> information, trying to figure out the symptoms. I'm like, here, yeah. Exactly. I'm just doing a full-on medical assessment on this fictional character right now. <laughs> do I'm we need
4: you to refer to psych? I'm
5: going to Cut away from um Keon, bro, and Mel and go to Arnold and Gareth walking up the stairs um you walk up this tight wrought silver spiral staircase which is again made with no handrail it's just open to the air and you poke your heads to the you top guys are level, gonna die from which is a narrow tall conical chamber with again floor-to-ceiling windows with elaborate stained glass mosaics thrown open to show again, this huge, like 360 pair. Uh... Go ahead. Panorama. Panorama. Panoramic view of the sun setting over Mount Waterdeep. Thank you, Arnold. I was just going to let him struggle. Yeah, I know <laughs> there is a massive king size bed pushed against one wall. And, sheets of silk and various expensive threads and Egyptian cotton and fine mahogany and leather-bound goods. And sitting in a pile of shattered slivers of beaten steel is a man with tight-cropped black curls and Deep shadows get into his face. He's pulled himself into a cloak and is spinning a black ring on one pinky and is whispering, please,
6: please, 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 please,
5: please, don't. Please leave me alone. Please, 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 please.
3: Hey, friend. You, uh... Good? His eyes
5: snap open and lock onto yours. And... his mouth widens in a smile and he says hi
3: hey. and we're gonna says? roll initiative okay cool um I, ha- I i hate to be a bummer but what if we pee
5: let's take a bathroom break we'll come back with initiative
3: welcome to another mid-roll
5: what's going on everybody thank you so much for sticking with us to the middle part of the episode middle-ish you know we always try to, to get this break whenever our bladders tell us it's time to go and who knows when it's gonna come it could be 15 minutes into the episode could be the last five minutes I don't know regardless welcome got some announcements for you real real quick get you right back to the show in just a couple of seconds of your attention please' Per the code legal, we're playing, say it with me, Waterdeep Dragon Heist, an official Dungeons & Dragons licensed module written by Chris Perkins, Scott Fitzgerald Gray, Kim Mohan, and of course, Michelle Carter. Do you guys remember when I had to like stop and look up those names and fumble them a little bit? Now, I feel like they're etched onto the top of my mouth, which is a horrifying image to think of. If you or any of the group of ghouls that you dug out of the local cemetery that follow you around every night would like to get into d and I highly recommend you go to dnd.wizards.com. Check out all the ghoul-based accessories they've got for you. They've got books specifically made for those long, skeletal, ghoulish fingers so that they can turn the pages. They've got those comically large pens and pencils so that the ghouls can write down on their character sheets while still using their uh, post rigor mortis joints. And of course, they've got extra big character sheets for the comically large pencils. Guys, Wizards of the Coast have thought of everything this one time. So go to dnd.wizards.com. Check out all the great d d accessories that they have strictly for ghouls. I guess you can use them too if you're a human, but I mean, why would you want to? If you would like to end up as a character on our show, you can tweet us at CritStupid. You can also hit us up on TikTok or Instagram. Tell us what you thought of the most recent episode. Tell us if you think there's something we could be doing better. Tell us if there was a joke that you thought was particularly funny. And your name goes into the community NPC name pot to be a character in a future episode. Characters like Gnome in this particular episode. Gnome uh, is at GnomeDePlume on Twitter. Nome found us, I think, a couple episodes into our second season and has been doing a great job uh, retweeting about the show and talking about things they like. So, GNOME, thank you so much. I hope that you have a great deal of luck on your next mushroom hunt, and thank you for supporting the show. Hope you stick around. This is very exciting. Big news. YouTube has recently announced that they are lowering their threshold for the YouTube Partner Program, which makes it easier for small shows like ours to qualify we don't need a 1,000 subscribers anymore. We only need 500. And guys, as of recording this, we're at 415. We're really close. The other barrier that is in our way is watch hours. So as always, I would super, super appreciate it if you could tell a friend that you think might like our show. If you've got a D&D group that you think would enjoy our particular brand of idiot comedy and best friend energy, if you could recommend the show to them, we... Need to grow just a little bit more to qualify for this program, and then we can monetize the show and we get access to better cameras, better lights, better mics, better recording equipment. We can hire, God, imagine, we can hire an editor so that we can get atmosphere noise and background noise so that I am not, you know, editing 100% of the episodes and also uploading TikToks and and YouTube shorts and all this stuff. There are things that we can get access to if we cross that threshold of watch hours and subscribers. So, Moral of the story, please recommend the show to a friend. If you have somebody in your life that you think might find us funny, please subscribe to the channel. Please watch our episodes. Even if we're on as background noise, I'm fine with that, honestly. Moral of the story is thank you for being here. Thank you for reviewing. Thank you for rating. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for recommending us to friends. And and thank you for joining us in this journey. We've had a lot of success. We're not even a full year in and we've got, we've had a lot of success. And All of that is thanks to you guys and your patience and your support. And from the bottom of my heart, really, thank you. Um, It means a lot. All right. I've rambled enough. You take it squeezy out there. You're about to hear another delightful LibraSarCAN ad, so prepare those ear balls, and I will catch you on the flip side. You take it squeezy. I love you.
3: Hey, I just got a super exciting email today. What'd you get? Um my shipment order from Libra Arcana is on the way.
5: Let's go. What'd you get?
3: I got the new the new Emberstone for this month in July. Are those the red ones. It's this like the, like, the, the red and black ones that look like if you just took coals from a fire yes. and put numbers on them. Gorgeous. So, these are the dice
5: uh i think it was either last time or two episodes ago anthony and diana that you fucking got mad at me for for not showing you because i got a sneak peek of them and i've got them right here actually so this is the emberstone dice uh this is a terrible quality so don't look at your camera because you should go to Librasarcana.com and check out what these guys actually look like under like hd lights
3: to clarify the video quality is terrible (laughs) not the dice quality the (laughs) dice are very good the dice are
5: very good i am a bad quality person But these dice look super cool. And actually, Gary, and I literally couldn't have phrased it better myself. It, 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 they look like somebody took coals and added numbers to them, which is super poetic for somebody of your. Um...
3: What the fuck do you mean by that? <laughs>
5: Everybody go to LibrasArcana.com. Check out the new Emberstone dice. It's the new drop for uh, July or August, I believe. And use our exclusive discount code STUPID20 for 20% off not only this set of dice, if you'd like to sign up for the monthly set, but you can get 20% off any set of dice Mm site-wide, as well as some of their leather book covers for the Dungeons & Dragons module books. If you're a Wandering D&D player you know how much uh, wear and tear those books go through so getting a leather set to cover your your books that you spent good money on is well worth it com with the exclusive discount code stupid 20 get this awesome set of dice or any other monthly set you like you can cancel as soon as you p- finish placing the order you don't have to talk to a person you don't have to go jump through any hoops you can simply hit cancel and it's not a single problem and get yourself get yourself a set of these fantastic dice
6: Love you.
5: Librisarcana.com. Nice for love. What's going on, dear? We going to immensely refreshed. I personally had a very strong stream and it enlivened me.
3: My stream was weak, I had to say.
5: Oh, get a better stream.
3: Okay, above table, uh,
5: Anthony, did you want to do something before we rolled initiative?
2: Yeah, just real quick. Um, so as we're walking up the stairs, uh, Ar- Ar- um, Arnold feels, you know, like healthy again. He's just like, oh, I'm no longer feeling that weirdness. You know, he's like, oh, that was, well, that was interesting. So I, he kind of turns around back toward a uh, TP and, you know, the jump rope. Was his name? Oh, d- jump rope, yeah, TP and jump rope and kind of like glances back and sends Mage Hammond as if to like get the jong. Yep. Um, but I, I mostly I'm doing this because I want to take a look at TP to see what tp looks like oh sure um you're gonna do that with mage hand well i'm using mage hand as an excuse to grab uh the jong so my so eyes can turn around and say yeah
5: all right you like, are I'm... going up you are going up a set of stairs that's one level yeah. above where
2: oh so i where... can't see there's a floor is there a floor yeah there there? there's a floor there? between oh never mind then i thought on the floor
5: beneath the you is mel nice. and kian bro and then oh, you and I gareth see. walk I up I another could...
2: floor I didn't I forgot it was like a spy. Okay, gotcha. Never mind. I thought I could see behind me, but go ahead. Okay. Um, so we're
5: gonna roll initiative really quick. Uh Gareth, Arnold, Mel, and uh Keon bro, please, just so that I can know where you are in the order. You don't <laughs> you two aren't necessarily involved in the combat, but I like having everybody down.
3: Uh Gareth got a 17. I got 17.
5: A one. Oh, Oof. Arnold got a one.
0: Eleven for me.
5: Eleven for Keonbro, Mel. 14. 14's quite good, actually. Bad guys rolled a 19. Let's go. Bad guys, and then Garion's going to go, and then Mel's going to go, and then Keon going to go, and then Arnold, you're going dead last. All right.
0: You have to say dead last? Ah,
5: classic pun. Okay. Gareth, this figure is lying slumped on the floor in front of you whose eyes have snapped open and is now staring deep into your soul with pupils the size of broken dinner plates. Normal. Uh, you hear a scraping metallic sound as he grabs two of these pieces of like slivered steel beside him. And you actually notice, Gareth, that it's not slivered steel at all, but rather the jagged remains of all of the mirrors that have been broken in this room around you. And this figure is going to throw himself at you with both of these pieces of mirror clutched in his hands. And he's going to roll a 15 against your AC.
3: And he can suck my nuts because that's two points higher than 13, which is my AC. (laughs) All right. Uh, You're going
5: to take six points of piercing damage as a sharpened sliver of mirror uh, slices your padded leather robes and cuts deep into your bicep. Uh, and now this figure is like clenched onto you kind of like a crawling spider monkey. And this uh, his ear is next to you, or his mouth is next to your ear and he continues to whisper, please, 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 please leave me alone. Please don't hurt me,
3: please. So he he's like crawling on me. Yep. But it is can your I turn. Just like, can, we... can I can I just like fall and body slam him into the ground? Yeah, roll an acrobatics, Jack. Right. I got a nat 1 and I and you're out. All right, you f- Well, hold on. 1 plus 3 is 4. Sure. All right, yeah, cool. Nat 1 plus 4. You topple
5: backwards and throw yourself down the stairs.
3: <laughs> With him
5: on me. With
4: him Maybe on me. Maybe your iron slow, you should eat it. You should
5: eat that d d6.
4: <laughs> I'm just kidding.
5: Do not eat the dice. <laughs> right. So good. Mel, you turn to see the rogue throw himself down the stairs with another man attached to his shoulders. The two of them collide against the stairs and Gareth lets out a muffled like, and then they, they like careen into the empty air above this really elegant living room and shatter one of the glass coffee tables into like an explosion of glass and metal.
3: Uh, which one even... of us hit the table?
5: Um, no. Odds or evens, Gareth?
3: Odds.
5: You hit the table. You're going to take an additional three points of damage. I take it back. I don't want to know who hit the table. Nah, 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 nah. That's you. No, and they're you're going to keep bad. track of your damage <laughs> this time for really reels, right? I've taken nine damage. All right, great. Mel, it is your turn.
0: 19. So they are... How close to me?
5: Oh, yeah, 19. You're right. I'd say about 10 feet. They're in the middle of this room. They've just fallen from the floor above. Can I
0: see that Gareth is hurt? Do I see blood? Do I see... Oh, yeah,
5: you for sure see blood at 19 points of damage. There's a copious amount.
0: Um, Then I shoot him.
3: Uh, Okay. Can I do something as, like, a reactionary thing? Just real fast? Is it a reaction on your sheet? I don't actually know. Tell me about it. Uh, I'm actively, like, super bleeding out and, like, about to die. And I want to, like, get the fuck out of here. And now that everybody knows what's going on and that I'm dipping, I'm teleporting out of there. going to teleport out of there.
5: Okay. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Um, I, it is a bonus action to use your magical item. So, um,
3: hold on, wait, wait, wait. I forgot that I take damage when I do that. And if I roll too high on the D6, that will legitimately kill me. Ah, so. if you'll
5: remember, actually, it's no longer a D6 after you after your last jump through in the
3: theater with Stevie Wildcard. I believe it's a D10. Even better. Yeah, I'm not. No, that will straight up kill me if I do that. Okay. I'm good. You're good. Alright,
5: so Mel, yes, can, you can right. shoot them. Uh, I will tell you that this figure is like thoroughly wrapped around Gareth. So don't yeah, roll. But he's low.
0: on top, right? Like Well Gareth's no, on I top. Hit, Gareth, I, yeah. Gareth hit I thought the... Gareth hit the table though. That would put him on bottom.
5: No, yeah. I mean like they are yeah, he is technically on top, but I'm saying if you roll a one, you will no, shoot your
0: rogue. Roll. I'm not gonna roll a one. Are you kidding? All right, me? I love oh, the confidence. Now that you said that, though. No, I don't. I mean, I've got like the craziest fucking. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be anyway.
3: honest. A big motivating factor for wanting to teleport out of there was like an arrow being pointed at me. <laughs> <I> <laughs> don't
0: even worry about it. Don't even worry about it.
3: If she does roll a one, can I like reflex teleport away before it hits me? Like roll Ah, a reflex. Nah, fam, no way, dude.
0: Chill out, man. I rolled. Just hold on. I got a math though. You are you are so fine, my dude. You are beyond fine with my crazy ass monitor. That was a twenty fucking five.
5: Okay, yes, a twenty five hits. Roll some damage, please, bestie.
0: That's the D eight, right?
5: Correct. Two pyramids, butt to butt.
0: With the plus three, that's it. It's an eight. Okay. Five,
5: three. Your arrow slams into the side of who you assume to be Gnome Kibbins. And the force of it almost propels him off Gareth. Not quite, but knocks the majority of his body weight off. And a spray of blood splatters this white Cavatera marble, and he screams. And it is Keonbro's turn
4: whoa you guys like this has escalated like really really quickly and i really just need you guys all to just just calm down a little bit
3: like everybody just chill he stabbed Uh, me with broken glass yeah no i told you he
4: wasn't home you don't listen do you all right listen i'll make sure you don't die but like first i'm gonna like chill this dude out. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to cast Hold Person on uh, Gnome to try to uh, subdue him to just
3: I imagine (laughs) it's like when when you have like a pet hamster and you just grab it
4: yeah, I feel like he's just grabbing him by like the scruff of the neck as like the thematic <laughs> components of the whole person. Right, Kiombo doesn't really understand how magic works. <laughs> I rolled an, I rolled
5: a 9 on my wisdom saving throw, so gnome he Kibben's is held. held.
4: All, right, all right, dude.
5: Gareth, you feel these hands like sort of still scrabbling against your bicep and shoulders freeze as these pieces of uh slivered steel
2: are frozen in gnome's clawed hands.
5: Uh, Arnold Stevenson, it is your turn.
2: Okay. Um, given what I've seen just happen and like how the creature or how gnome is moving and such, can I, do I, can I tell anything about him? Like, do I know what kind of creature he is at all?
5: As far as you can tell, Arnold, it's just because you're a bard and like, I love you, but you don't have the specialties to know really what's going on. It's just a crazy guy.
6: Hmm.
5: Fair enough.
2: Okay. Okay. That's fine. I mean, I. Can I do like an investigation? Can I? Can I? Can I? Kind of like look more on him. Like, can I investigate his?
5: Give me an Arcana person? check, Arnold. Damn it!
2: <laughs> I'm trying to push that investigation thing. Yeah, no, I know. Because <laughs> 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 it's real good, okay? All right, let me see. Um, <laughs> uh, my Arcana's not as great. All right, it's, uh I got a twelve
5: turning to the staircase watching Gareth get himself thrown down Gareth threw himself down the stairs which you don't quite understand but you feel like <laughs> it, was a, it a was a tactical it. it was a tactical retreat exactly you see that there are pieces of these mirrors scattered all over the floor in this upper room the frames of which are all over the walls there's a massive one over the bed there's several on the ceiling because gnome fucking rolls like that there's a couple over a bureau and then you know by a window every single one has been fully gouged out to the point where there are wooden gouge marks on the frame behind the mirror where whoever broke these mirrors clearly like scooped something out to get all of the pieces and as you stand there looking down the stairs it's in the peripheral periphery of your vision and it's only for a second but you could swear there is a set of eyes watching you from the shards of the mirror on the floor
3: oh okay oh he's crazy crazy hmm okay okay um I mean, and we right have
0: now... done a lot of drugs tonight though. So I <laughs> you're high you're high. really trust high. that that's what you saw
2: so that's amazing. So, um, so right now, uh, uh, gnome is taken care of. Can I pick up one of the shards and look at it? Absolutely, yes. Okay, I pick up one of the shards and I, I, I take a look to see if I can get a better look at this creature or whatever's in.
5: It appears to just be a mirror. You're looking at your own reflection, a little bit of the room behind you, and then obviously like a little bit of like the wilds beyond the wa- the wall of water deep that you can see over.
2: If I if I turn the mirror toward the the gnome, what does it reflect? Does it reflect anything different?
5: Yes, so it takes a little bit of twisting, Arnold, because obviously you got to you got to get to the staircase to right. like, sort of like look over it at the the scenario d- below you, which is fucking crazy. I have to yeah. say, Arnold, you see your friend Gareth, the rogue, bleeding, bleeding broken. Uh, low key looks like he's dying on the floor of this living room. Okay wrapped um, around him it. in a frozen human cage is a barrister of the law of water deep he's wearing like a barrister's cloak that's billowing in the breeze his shirt is tattered and stained and missing buttons he's still wearing like his like a remnant of his wig that's like on a string around his back sort of sombrero style and as a double image laid against this barrister you see a blue and white specter with dug talons for, for hands that are extending like swords from the knuckle and a, and a mouth of like bleeding needles and eyes that push far deeper into its head than it has any right to and it swivels its head almost faster than it should have been able to and stares directly into your eyes through the mirror and I would like you to make a constitution saving throw please
2: Okay, yeah.
3: probably fine I'm fine. That's I'm going to
2: live a little. Oh, God. Okay, no, that's good. Let's see. Where's my constitution? Oh, my constitution's zero. Okay, so 15.
5: 15? Okay. You, uh, you feel something push you, Arnold, off the stairs following the same trajectory that Gareth fell, but you managed to, like, pull yourself back from the edge of the stairs and sort of, like, sit down fast enough to keep yourself from being thrown off the edge. Awesome. Uh, cool. We're going to go <clears throat> top of the order, bad guy's turn. Um... Kean, bro, you hear muffled thumping coming from the trapdoor that I, I imagine you close the trapdoor behind you as you're used to do to sort of like keep jump rope and TP beneath you so that you and Nome have like privacy when you're when you're hanging out. So you hear jump rope saying, "Hello, hello, who's up there? What's going on?" Um, and you see, do you see it? Do you feel it? Something rises above the paralyzed figure of Nome Kibbins. Oh, it's like a shit. combination of like cold air and ultraviolet light and sharp angles where there shouldn't be sharp angles. And Gareth, you see this too. You see, you feel a specter rise above the <laughs> prostrate form of Nome Kibbins and stare <laughs> into <laughs> your <laughs> eyes. I
2: can
4: feel it.
5: The <laughs> uh, man arnold you were right oh <laughs> no all right um it is going to swipe at you gareth oh it's only gonna roll a fucking nine dog shit worst ghost i've ever used oh you
3: should suck it should suck I was going to say you should kill yourself, and then I realized it was a ghost, so I tried to change it, but it was too late. What should this ghost suck, Gareth? My nuts. <laughs> I don't know why I expected something else. <laughs> it is yeah, I don't know. Great, I dangled my nuts in this ghost's <laughs> mouth. Um, am I still being like pinned on the ground? You're not being pinned,
5: but I think the curious case of a paralyzed figure that was paralyzed as he clutched you, I think you are wrapped in, like, a brittle embrace by Gnome Kibbins.
3: Okay, I think now, at this point, I'm just going to, like, look at Diana and or Mel and Arnold and be like, yeah, I'll be back at, like, five. And then I just, like, teleport out and then, like, walk back in through downstairs. All right. Gareth, you snap your fingers and you evaporate from this... Oh, fuck. I'm still low. Wait, did I get healed by Keonbro yet? You said he was going to do that, but I don't think he did.
5: I don't think he did either. You snap your fingers now, and disappear it? from the brittle embrace of a paralyzed gnome Kibbins. You stride through the gray space between planes. And actually, as you take those first few steps, Gareth, you turn around and you see a woman with bleeding eyes and a mouthful of jagged teeth standing over gnome kibbins staring into your fucking soul but you're moving faster than she is and you manage to walk through the place between planes to your knife and as you reach out <laughs> you hear the voice of geoffa whisper you left me and as your hand closes around the hilt, you're going to roll a d10 and take the amount of burning damage <sighs>
3: Oh, let's fucking go. It was a two. All right.
5: You're only going to take two points of damage as you clasp your hand around the knife and you breathe and surge back into the world. And you are going to roll an acrobatics uh, dexterity saving throw, please.
3: Okey dokey. I rolled a nat 20, baby.
5: All right, you managed to keep your footing, much to my dismay. Um, as the crow that Arnold's Arnold stole the breath of stares beadily into your eyes, and your knife is sitting in its nest in the pine copse, about 30 feet away from the windmill, and it looks at you and goes, Ha! Wait, didn't Arnold give its voice back? Yeah, that's why it caused at you, but it's still mad about it.
3: Oh, uh, when you cawed your yeah. mic... Cut oh out. sorry yeah <laughs> sorry i caught so you sorry, just the, the crow looks at you and goes <laughs> <laughs> i'll you know what i'll add a crow's uh a raven crow <laughs> yes. in post i am begging just a stalk and like ha! oh my god it'll be you know so what? maybe good. it'll
5: just be that sound just overlay <laughs> into my voice
3: all right we're yeah. gonna cut
5: away from you Gareth. you're stuck in a tree we'll deal with you next round mel You are standing in the second floor story next to Keon, bro. You have just seen Gareth look at you and be like, sorry, bro, and just like disappear. And now you're looking at a prostrate gnome kibbins and you've got an unpleasant like crawling sensation on the small of your neck as you look at the empty air above this fucking sad sack lawyer. Oh, Josh Pat, by the way, is barking his goddamn head off. He's got his his butt firmly planted against your feet like he's protecting you. And he is just, like, barking up a storm. The ghost.
0: So I can't... Can I not see the ghost?
5: I don't think you can. Not yet.
0: Would I be able to see it if I cast the the thing that tells me about the undead
5: detect undead
0: no the other one
5: what's it called Bessie
0: primeval awareness
5: uh Bessie primeval awareness will tell you if there's an undead uh within one mile of you and does not reveal the creature's location or number so I'm going to tell you right off the jump it's here (laughs) well Well, no I I figured that much no
0: that's why I was asking um I guess I, I would. So so gnome's being held, so I don't really need to shoot. So so I guess I would just probably be, be like, what? What the hell is going on?
5: Okay. Um, there is a brittle snap, like two baby carrots snapping in half. And despite the paralysis, you see Gnome Kibben's jaw start moving after he's broken both of his jaw bones. And a voice moves his mouth and says, Hello. Could you you guys hear that? I don't know if my mic cut that out. Yeah, we we heard that.
3: Cool, cool, cool.
0: I was just waiting to see if it said anything else. Um...
3: It, It sounded like if a monster picked up the phone.
0: Hey, that's great! That's a huge
3: (laughs) W for my voice acting skills.
0: Um. So, um, obviously, Mel realizes this is fucked up because the jaw and the and the and the whatnot. Um, That was the first clue. It was the first clue. (laughs) Um. So, so she's a little bit on on unnerved. Um, and, and would probably say, "Um, who who are you? What do you want?"
6: I want be
3: free what crazy attack on Titan reference thank you
0: I don't I don't know I don't know what that means what do you mean you want to be free how, how, how are? how are we supposed to free you
5: I have been bound to this plane to this mediocre man.
1: And I would have my soul set free.
0: You know, we actually have experience in this area. Um what what do you need what do you need us to do to set you free?
6: Drugs. <laughs> <laughs> well we got you're experience in
0: luck, today, baby.
6: <laughs> <too>.
2: <gasps> <gasps> what do you got that cloud vapor? No, I was kidding. <laughs> Um It's canon now. We have to keep going. Yeah, no. Yes and. Yes, yeah, I I don't have to yes
5: and myself. I can recant my own bullshit. <laughs> no, she says um
1: Find the man they call losser He has stolen me and my kin. I oh, thought you
2: need a loss in Loser. Okay, got it's it. It's a hard name to pronounce.
0: where where do we where do we find him give us a hint ask
6: this
5: one and she kicks gnome kibbins and he like flinches despite his paralysis and a muted whimper escapes his mouth
0: Yo, uh, Gnome, you're you're possessed. You might have noticed. <laughs> uh, you're a little possessed right now. It's not the drugs. Hey, uh we are willing to help you out because this is low-key terrifying. Um who who who's lost her? Where do we find him? How not- did this happen? Why were you ghost hunting anyway?
5: Nome Kibbins does not respond and is still paralyzed. Actually, Bessie, you can see his eyes are just digging into like the wall adjacent to like he's got like a thousand-yard stare. Like he's not even home right now. Oh,
0: then then I'm going to say um hey, I asked him, he is full on dissociated. <laughs> so you like you got to
3: if you're possessing him, can you like start him like a lawnmower? Just kinda of, right. like, oh. <laughs> just like, like rip that can,
0: can you just like bring him back a little bit? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe is there like a little bit of ice water you can it's, use? It's, to, like, I, mm. I think it's me. But uh
4: so Mrs. Ghost Lady, whatever your name is, uh so oh, you seem like a Lafayette perfectly Lafayette. Okay, great. Uh could hey, you, you not a
1: Lafayette?
4: Det- Detramina, that's that that's seems edge,
1: edge Ramina. Edge Ramina,
4: Edramina. Edramina, Got it.
2: Hey, Edramina, did you Ed- have a key?
4: Did, yeah.
2: Is this your key? And like, I don't have it. But like, hey, do do we have? I think we might have. I
0: think I have. I took it from Tess. You're
5: but showing I, the key to the windmill.
0: I ain't showing anything. Arnold just asked a question. I was just that. asking. Oh, I, like, oh, oh, I don't.
5: Th- I don't think she like she wouldn't recognize it okay okay about. yeah i
2: wasn't sure okay i like i like this shot in the dark but i don't think Well, because so. we know we know that name right i just don't yeah before. it
5: is her
0: key uh um... correct
2: the key
5: okay uh, you've heard the name lafayette before that was then that was the name on the mausoleum that you went to in the city of the dead right. where you found the right. key to the windmill right but edge Edramina okay. does not Edjamina Edramina? whoever this fucking okay. person is does not <laughs> recognize the key okay
4: but it's uh, all right so like could you not possess my friend that would be like ideal because like be you know really like he's cool, my friend yeah. and like i it, this behavior is kind of really upsetting for me but like also um we'd be happy to help you but like maybe you could just not possess anybody for a hot minute like and just chill i don't know like
0: well i think she was bound to him bound. Uh, it oh, doesn't she show this is her choice Keon, bro, uh, roll me uh, me out. Why? Who would choose to be bound to somebody or white dudes? Fucking
5: straight up, right? Like, if I could be bound by anybody, it'd be Selma Hayek.
4: That's fair. That's fair. Uh, Seven.
5: Seven. Um. All right. As you say, like, can you not, like, can you leave my my boy alone? Can you can you just like be chill? Yeah. Um, Keon bro who's your who's your who's your patron who's
4: your god Yendala.
0: Mhm.
4: it's a halfling goddess of what protection
5: alright there's a moment where like the clouds the clouds along the sunset part and a brilliant beam of scarlet sunshine breaks into the second floor uh, gleaming off the Furniture and the other windows and the the gauze and linen curtains billowing in the breeze. And your eyes are hurt by a reflection coming from the black band on this uh, lawyer's pinky finger.
4: Oh, you got to take the ring off the finger. He'll just bend down and take off the ring. Just remove it from...
5: Okay, great. Um, Give me a dexterity check. I just want to see if you pull his finger off. Uh,
4: Oh, a check. Okay, okay. (laughs)
0: Pull his whole finger off.
4: Let's see. Maybe his
5: fingers pop off like Hershey's kisses.
0: It's
4: a
5: ten. Ten? Yeah. All right. You get it. You get it. Uh, You reach down, Kiambro after divining a moment from the goddess of protection. And you swipe this uh, this ring off Noam Kibben's finger, and there's a there's a howl of wind that has no business being in this beautiful sunset's uh, scape that you're looking at. That almost seems like it blows in from like an invisible hurricane, and the curtains all flap and move the uh, the opposite way, and the air turns cold and chilly. And there's an otherworldly scream that sounds like. Arnold, can you give me an otherworldly scream, please? Ah!
3: (laughs) I think the best part about that was, like, as soon as you said otherworldly scream, you went, Arnold, can you? And then just Just, immediately.
5: He just ripped it so hard. shit. It
3: was so funny because the way he did it, his mic only picked up the start and end, so he went.
5: Ah! Ah!
3: That's I, awesome. That
5: was the greatest. Th- that was the greatest sound effect we have ever had. Anthony. Yeah, it's got ten good. good. Ten out of ten. It's you. really good. All right, um, Keane, you hear an otherworldly scream, and do it again. <laughs> no, 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 no. You only get one. As this, uh malevolent presence evaporates into the sunshine and you feel a coldness press into the palm of your hand underneath this ring almost like a like a menthol patch pushing deep into the skin
4: oh like trying to go into my skin
5: i don't think it's trying to possess Uh. you necessarily i think it's just the the presence in this ring um and you hear gnome inhale from his position on the floor and go
4: (gasps) your jaw buddy let me just like oh yeah and then he goes you, ah! quick. <laughs> just let uh, me
5: help are, you with that buddy we are out of initiative right now so everybody has okay. sort of free action
0: yeah so, the so i think at is this moment the gareth door. like angrily
3: bursts open through the door <laughs> and just like kicks gnome in the ribs <laughs> i think you I think Rah! you go to you go to open the to door, Garrett,
5: the the and then you hear you hear Jump Rope go, "Hello, hello, hello, <laughs> who's that?" Then,
3: uh, I'm the identical twin brother of the drug dealer and his friends who were here earlier. The drug dealer and his friends. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the twin brother of all of them. (laughs) They aren't related, but I'm all of their twin (laughs) brother. What's the password then? I have (laughs) heroin. Fantasy heroin. DP. I know it's crazy, but this guy's got
2: the
5: password. It's crazy. need a better... Yeah, I think you're better. grinding of gears and the door opens <laughs> and Jump rub goes, Oh,
3: it's you. Are you okay? You look like you've had the shit kicked out of you.
6: Oh, shit. That's right.
3: You look like you've been stabbed in the arm with glass, burned, yelled at, and fallen out of the tree. What the hell's happened to you?
5: Yeah, right? He's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Weren't you just upstairs?
3: Uh... Yeah. Right. But okay. Fair play, late... you Go on up. <laughs> I'm I'm very lightheaded. Sorry, I've lost a lot of blood. You want a hit? Yes. Obviously. All
5: right. He <laughs> hands
3: you the 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 jaw. <laughs> Gareth, roll a D twenty for me, please.
2: Can I see Gareth? Gareth? No, he's still no, down. There. No, there's no I chance, so. Arnold. Yeah, I know. I know.
3: Oh, I got it. I got an 18. Surely that's not disastrous. You are. You're sure you rolled an eighteen.
5: No. All right. You get 10 hit
3: points back.
4: Wow. Ah. That's amazing.
2: That is amazing.
4: That's amazing. That's <laughs>
2: amazing.
4: Mor-
5: moral of the
2: story, everybody. You should do drugs.
6: <laughs>
5: <laughs> All right. Let's cut back to uh, Mel, Arnold, and Keonbro at the at the top. You um Aww. you've got you've got Gnome Kibbins, uh slowly coming back to life. I think he's like twitching out of this paralyzation spell. hmm And I'll have
0: dropped it.
5: Sort of like holding his broken jaw gingerly.
0: Um Mel is going to say, um one, you're welcome. Two, who <laughs> is um I forgot the name already, Bestie. Oh, uh,
5: Losser.
3: Lawson. Loss, yeah, I it was, was the
0: that. only thing in my head, but I knew that that wasn't right. Yeah. Hey, I, I know, like, your jaw hurts or whatever, but I really need to know who Losser is and where to find them.
5: Gnome Kibben says, L- L- Losser? I, how, how do you, oh, God. How do you know that name?
0: You really want to waste your ability to speak on asking that stupid ass question after you were just possessed and we just helped you? Yes, I shot you, but it helped you. So you're welcome. Yeah, he Who looks down we? at the arrow Where in his ribcage. And he's
5: like, "Yeah, uh... thanks, bro."
0: Hey, you. Can, if you want if you want to stay possessed, I'll have your bro there put the ring back on your finger if that's what you want, or you can just of tell me. What I want to know. A
3: lot of shit for somebody who shoved a sixteen inch piece of shard glass shard into my arm. I...
0: Well, that's Loki probably why Mel is like zero patience for. Her. I mean, anytime somebody goes after one of y'all, she always has to shoot him and now she's annoyed I... and he had this ring and she's got questions, but his jaw is broken and he's wasting her time.
4: Yamro he will fix his jaw. Um and the arrow.
0: <laughs>
5: Yeah, actually do you want to do you want to do that now so I don't have to fucking mutter my way through this and get through this reaction to this Kiambro. All right, thank you. Yeah. Mel you see Kiambro kneel down and place his hands on either side of uh Gnome's face almost like he's doing like And
0: Mel's going to go, "Oh, mm-hmm. yay. Now he can ask me more pointless fucking questions." Um
5: and then uh <laughs> do you roll for lay on hands Kiambro or do I roll for it?
4: No, I just, I, I just, I just give you as many out of my pool as I think you
5: need. All right, yeah, that's fine. I think just. I don't know how co- many that is, but you no. Know let's say you give him enough to ten, fix his job, but uh-huh. leave the arrow wound in his side because he did low key deserve that one.
4: Yeah.
5: All right. Uh, so no. He won't
4: pull the arrow out, but he can.
5: No, don't pull that
4: it
0: out. out. Don't pull it out.
5: No, no, no. Leave it in. Leave did it you in. want it if back? There's, if okay. there's one no, thing you've stupid, it in. is that you leave the puncture item inside the body.
0: Yeah, you want to stabilize it and get him to a hospital.
5: All right. Um fantasy hospital. Mel, you hear <laughs> two like little clicks as Keon bro, or as uh, um Gnome Kibben's jaw clicks back into place and he goes, I have oh. that problem too. Oh, that's better. Um sorry, what? Oh, um loser. Yeah, loser. Um, gosh, this is a little oh, it's a little embarrassing. And now, um yeah, he um, Dandy Mops is uh, the uh, he's it's the name of a store. It's, he's not a Dandy Mop, although he might be. He, um, he he operates under a store called Dandy Mops. It's in the it's in the Trades Ward. It's a wig store.
0: How did you get this ring?
6: Uh, Don't so no. I'll shoot you
0: again. How'd okay. You All get right. All right. All right. All right. All right.
5: All right. All right, right, right. I've been looking for a little extra money on the side and I went Losser had like he said he could like hand me a, give me a little bit of money for a job and then that job turned into like another job and so like I've been stealing corpses out of the city of the dead for like uh, two weeks bro yeah sorry Keanu
4: yeah, so I'm disappointed like, in you really, man yeah, that's, so that's, can, can
2: Arnold thing. while that's happening can Arnold be like oh that's so great can I see that ring I can't believe you stole this
4: and he's like <laughs> take the ring
2: that's between, <laughs> that's between you and, you and Kyambra, i want to you know. do that i'm to try i'm gonna be like oh this is so that's terrible and just kind of like camera's
4: gonna close his hand around the ring all right <laughs> let's do
5: let's do a sleight of hand check from uh arnold the bard and let's do a um is there like a like a actually wow. let's just do sleight of hand checks so, like either one let's hire one Win. sure okay
0: um, mel is going to say i'm um... Did Lauter give you this it. ring, or did you steal this Maybe ring she- from a corpse? Or what do we get?
5: I only got a
2: seven.
0: I got a flat seventeen.
5: <laughs> okay, yeah, I think Kianbro's hand just like snaps closed, and he just sort of like snap, like slaps your other hand. Like, hand. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, Noam Kibin says oh, I I I I took it as like a prize. It was like. On the cart, one of the people's hands was just sort of like dangling open, and it had a ring on it. And I thought, "Finders keepers."
0: Uh, one of uh-huh. the so, Corpses, so this bodies. Losser, but but it was already in Loser's possession. You had
5: could... it was Losser's cart. Yeah, it's sort of like a wheelbarrow <laughs> attached to a donkey scenario.
0: No, it's a It's a callback I to our last episode. That. I appreciate that. I'm. Do you know why Loser wanted all these corpses?
5: Uh, roll an insight check, please, Diana. I
3: mean, he's a politician, so you know who knows. My God, imagine to be fucking rad.
4: Raise more voters. <laughs>
5: uh, fuck eleven. Um, he he just clams up, Bessie. He doesn't say anything on that um, on that aspect of it arnold do you want to get in on this you're also around just i I know you're letting uh diana have the, the spotlight right now no, i just want to also roll you in if you want to
2: no not right now i'm just okay. listening all right
0: yeah so so if he's gonna clam clam up then mel's gonna get more threatening um and probably be just like i asked you a question i'm trying to help you you were possessed by something and I don't know if it's gonna come back to possess you again. I don't know why it would. You wouldn't be my first choice.
6: All right.
2: So, so I'm gonna do I, I step in as a good cop and I'm like look oh, okay. I would I would possess you. You are such a great guy. <laughs> like, it's so awesome. Like you seem you seem wonderful. I don't know why anyone wouldn't want to be inside of you. I didn't that came out wrong. Um but what I'm saying
3: is I think I'm I'm trying to be inside of you right now. I want to be in you. <laughs> so no so arnold arnold's like but but look we're just
2: trying to help you I, so I, i'm trying to persuade this guy so i want to like i, I want to be like listen uh we just can you just give us all the information we're not here to judge you we have our own ghost mafia situation going on we we deal with this kind of stuff all the time we're not here to judge or ruin your life or anything we want to help we're trying to help right. you and help the ghost
5: roll me a persuasion check arnold
2: i got a 22
5: per persuasion
2: I have a seven in persuasion. He's a bard. Oh, bard! Jesus
6: God! All right, yeah.
5: Um, gnome says I don't. Um, I don't know. I don't. He said something about like, like an army, and I didn't really ask questions because oh God, oh my jaw really hurts. I didn't really ask can questions. I, can I bust through the door at this moment? You can. You can.
3: Sprint up the stairs and arrive winded. Yeah, I just picture Gareth like coming up through the trap door, like covered in like caked and dried blood. There's like twigs and shit in his hair. <laughs> and he's just like, I don't give a fuck about your jaw. I'm sorry, more winded, please. Uh, that's it. Uh... <laughs> all
4: right, all right, all right so like is your friend like this loser guy or whatever his name is uh is he like a lich or like a necromancer or something because i have concerns about who you are like hanging out with my my dude right like no
5: i know that you want me to like go to church with you and shit i mean i respect i respect it i dig it it's it's cool and like we're always gonna be best friends forever but i don't yeah. want to go to church and also Lusser, yeah he might be a necromancer probably
4: so like I mean like you don't have to go to church but it'd just be really cool if you could stop doing things like undead like grave robbing and like things that are like absolutely like super uh, not thick, twist of the day moral yeah like you know like, I, like the drug use eh, whatever you do you you know like uh you know
0: like
4: just like grave robbing it's pretty disrespectful to the dead and that's like not yeah, really cool. we definitely
0: would never condone taking no. something from a grave or whatever yeah no um, i that's, mean that's how you um, end up with
4: cursed rings on your finger yeah, right I like
0: once um dandy mops was that right did i hear that right yeah,
5: Dan, it's called in Danny Mops. And like, Kian, bro, like I know I'm I'm sorry I've I failed you, man. Like I, I know that you want me to like be good and I'll I'll be better and I do think I've stolen from my last grave, but like I no, nobody can be as All good right. as you, bro. Like you're too good.
4: Well, like maybe just like don't steal bodies. Like that's the really concerning part. Like that's, I mean- the, that's the only way I need
5: to get into heaven is to just not steal bodies. That's so easy.
4: Mm, like no like there's more to it a little bit than that but like a good start would be like don't steal dead bodies maybe like don't help necromancers raise like an undead army like that's a good starting point yeah man.
3: that part was pretty fucked <laughs> up over you yeah
4: like, maybe i'm just asking you do a bare minimum man bare minimum
3: all right
5: yeah you're right i'll stop stealing dead bodies but only because so, I want to go to heaven someday.
4: Great, what? we could talk about how that works. Oh, yeah, later. Yeah, yeah. So critically stupid so... is a Christian hey. podcast. <laughs> family.
5: We're a
3: family-friendly
6: family Christian podcast. Family.
4: We're talking about halfling heaven here, where you get to eat Muter. like every two Muter. hours, and there's always beer in a party. Okay, nice. so.
2: <laughs> no. Can, can Arnold ask um the 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 guy um I just wanted to say like. So were you were you raising an army of the undead for a specific reason or for specific people? Like what was happening? What what was that Man, about?
5: You're going to you're going to have to ask Loser. He's he didn't tell me anything. He had like two apprentices with him and they knew stuff, but I didn't really. I was just hands I didn't really I think it's
0: so cool how you just rob graves and gather corpses and don't know why. Um, hey, so I was thinking that maybe since we're gonna follow up on this losser thing and you're trying to uh get gnome to you know find God or whatever, maybe we can hold on to that ring because I think we are gonna need it to release whatever spirit is inside. sure,
4: sure. Uh, yeah, no,
0: I mean, like it's, it's. I get where you're coming
4: from. Maybe I could like try to like, mm, unpossess the ring before you take it.
2: I mean, yeah. If if you let go of it, it I mean, won't be in your possession anymore. That's how possession works. God damn it, Anthony!
5: <laughs> I think you guys walk out the windmill, Gareth. You are bleeding from several wounds i think you've got like one of your arms is like like twisted up from your fall down the stairs you've got twigs in your hair and sap on your hands the crow like
3: pecked me in my eyes so
4: i'm like you want to be Josh- healed before
3: you leave. Every my, one my, of my Josh- hair my hair tie snapped, so now <laughs> my hair is all everywhere too. Every one of Josh Pat's hackles has
5: risen up, and he's constantly sniffing and growling, expecting more ghosts. Uh, Mel, you're fine. Arnold, you're pretty fucking freaked out. I think your hair is like fully standing on end from your a- encounter with like the mirror. And oh, yeah. as you guys walk downstairs, I think jump rope looks at you and goes. Hello, hello. Maybe you should lower your dosage, then, eh? Can't hold it. Can't, can't stand a swing with the big boys.
6: Yeah,
2: that's uh, fair. Um, hey, hey, jump Could I? Could we have? Could we maybe take some of that to go back to <laughs> back to home? I am kind of interested. I like. I've. i It's my first time. Like I've said, I I'm not used to this kind of thing. I just would love to take. Do you have a little like a doggy bag? Do you have, like a? Do you have a to go cup. This is you know so I mean? funny
3: because. From Jump Rope's perspective, we are drug dealers. No, no. So, like, uh, one no, of the drug no, dealers... you're visit- the
0: dealer, and we're we're just with you.
5: I think that sure. we are a... Critically Stupid is a family-friendly <laughs> Christian podcast. You should
3: do drugs. So this
5: guy absolutely hands you a paper baggie full of miscellaneous drugs. Good night, everybody! Before we leave, Jenna, can you shout out... Uh, what you got going on and your links one more time so our readers or our, so our viewers can find you.
4: Yeah, so uh I'm Jenna. I am a regular on um the Tales from the Forgotten Trope. Right now we are playing through Masks, um, which is a superhero TTRPG. So um come check it out on Twitch. Um that's twitch.tv slash the And uh you can find us on Twitter at Forgotten Trope.
5: What nights are you live, Jenna?
4: We are live Sunday nights at uh, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Exclusive
5: discount code STUPID20 for 20% off anything you order across the whole site. Bleed out slowly.
4: (laughs) I am legitimately horrified by this (laughs) ad.